Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Barely D&D podcast, a sort of Dungeons & Dragons podcast. My name is Landon, and I play Boz in our, in our campaign. I just want to take a moment and uh, just say welcome, and thank you so much for joining us for Episode 6, The Wake of Actions. Before we go ahead and get on to this adventure, I wanted to go ahead and recap last week's episode, Episode 5, Contracts and Coalescence. So, in the midday of the party's absolutely wild debut in the Pearl of Unsen, the group applied pressure to Nam and convinced her into providing the stolen pearls, over which the party deliberated and ruled to return to the living tapestry. The decision to honor Devrim's request and avoid their own thievery was rewarded with the appreciation of the congenial artist, who gave the party their desired matching tattoos and then some. Four tattoos, a vividly illustrated secret handshake, and a brief lesson in local sociopolitics later, the party left the living tapestry with the brand of their unnamed coalition. In the stupor of their joy, the group wandered the magic lane's beautiful dress of night and explored the apparently abandoned blood bag. After verbally accosting the store's purveyor, the group salvaged a trade for the remaining deficit and stolen pearls and returned from their nearly endless day to rest in the warm hearth inn. Faded tensions of the young party rose once more as the secretive interests of Boz and Craig clashed, and a separation of the two allowed Boz another deliberation of his course of action regarding his nebulous heart in a jar, and Craig the opportunity to enact his own ambitions. In a vie for respect through power, Craig entreated Old to grant him abilities and trade for the ambiguous task of empowering the orb and delivering it to the ocean. This private action met the forefront of the group as Craig's mind was suddenly pulled away from his body and led into the beyond. While Greta and Boz panicked over the seemingly lifeless body of their ally, Craig suffered a harrowing, strange experience that left him with unpredictable alien powers. This recalcitrant action led the group to yet more internal conflict personalities, after which the party reached the uneasy truce of surrender to sleep after a day in which the group retrieved stolen goods, completed more than eight transactions, discovered their new ship, received tattoos, engendered the deleterious sight of a disconcerting shop owner, and bound themselves to a creature beyond their understood reality. So with that, let's get off. Welcome to episode six. I know. We're back. You see, We're except here. I can't keep going because then they'll copyright us. Oh. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> We're a band now. You thought we were a yeah. podcast. We're a band. We are not a DV podcast. You came you on Spotify we are a band. for music. You get music. You get music. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsor us, um. Spotify. Buy us out like Joe Rogan, please. Do so do the music. Um. I don't know who Joe Rogan is. You mean either? Trying to explain it to me. Everybody I jokes d- about him. I don't know. Okay. Now recording. Oh my gosh. The Craig bot just appeared in it the freaks, chat. It freaks us out so much in the other one. Oh my gosh. Not Alrighty. Recording. Is Melanie going to be doing her thing? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's time for our weekly segment. Drum roll, please. I guess we can put a drum roll here. Oh, that's good. Good. Letter from the editor. And here is our great editor. She's amazing. She's good. good. She's Melanie. And here's her question for our characters and one random NPC of our choosing for this week. Here here you go. I love that I'm on the hook for that all the time. Um, My voice sounds weird. I don't know if it does, but I'm getting over a cold. It sounds great. Um, Question for this week is... You feel pretty warm to me. (laughs) Question for this week is... um, 
What would your character's most used emoji be on their phone? <laughs> oh, this is a good one. I literally okay. don't use emojis when I, I text. I have to look through the emojis now. Okay, mm. okay. Everybody gets 30 seconds to 30 look through the emojis. And everybody, everybody's doing, it's okay. like uh, you say who you are in your character, right? Wait, That's how so we do I this. have a question okay. about the question. Is it like <laughs> which, okay. like if they were just, because like Greta doesn't use, are you wanting to use the semicolon and parentheses for like? This? I feel like you're like you're thinking about this too hard. <laughs> the sigh, like the the disappointed sigh. Okay, I. Don't okay, know. okay. So I'm gonna start because I'm ready, and okay. and uh, it's gonna make up for the pressure to, <laughs> okay. to get get going. Go for it. Um, hello, uh, I'm Landon. I play Boz. He is a half. Dryad Druid. Yeah, I almost said a half it. Druid Dryad. You did it though. Which would have been. <laughs> and uh, he's only I sort think of druid. His his most used emoji would be the cowboy face emoji for sure. Oh, like the one that's like yeah. with that really happy face with the ha- cowboy hat on. That'd yeah. be him. Oh, There's a cowboy face emoji. Yeah. Yeah. Zachary doesn't. I even literally use didn't know that. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I guess I'll go next. So I'm Micah. I play Craig Dunbley, who is a. Oh my gosh! I just completely. <laughs> did you forget? <laughs> which which one did you forget? Did you forget like, that he was a barbarian or a dwarf? No, but the word that came to mind was half. <laughs> He's a half Krog. <laughs> my mind. Oh man. He's a dwarf barbarian. Ah, <laughs> uh, Krog. Ah. Uh. And I think that his most used emoji would be the one like that has steam coming out of its nose. Oh my Bird. gosh, yes. Funny. Yeah, I think he gets offended really easily. Mm. Who does he send text. it to the most? Thanks for making everyone tea, um, Definitely oh Greta. I love making tea. Greta, definitely okay, Greta. not even his wife hey, or his bro, son, just we haven't even started Greta. playing and you were already making beef with me. <laughs> Dude, I'm having You're saying I'm more annoying start. than your wife that you hate? You know, I never said that. You're not that actually on the hook to make conflict all the time. There's like there's other operations and stories. No, literally, this is coming from me. <laughs> Have you tried being happy? Okay. <laughs> you should you should process that. Um, I don't hate you. I swear. Oh. Anyway, Abby. <laughs> uh, hello, my name is Abby. I play Greta. She is a gnome cleric, and I think her most used emoji would be. The kissy face, and there's a very specific one that I'm looking at, and it has its eyes open, but I think that's what it would be. So it's looking at you as it kisses, just like <laughs> haunting <laughs> affection. It just, it just... <laughs> yeah, haunting affection. There you haunting go. affection. That's the new of an band indie pop punk band. Yeah, or or indie rock band. <laughs> haunting haunting affection. affection. That's a really good band name. That's the name of our band, you guys. <gasps> yes. Oh my, oh my gosh. Ugh. Wait, yes, that's like actually that. happening. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I wanted to reference a thing, Landon, but I didn't because you asked me. Not you did to. it, and I'm proud of you. And if you know, you know. But if you don't, that's fine. Um, <laughs> what's oh, what's man. the NPC? Yeah, I can't answer what's until the... I know what you guys want me to answer as. Oh, okay. guys, who should we make Zachary? Who was in Life's Anonymous last time? Yeah. I would... hmm. yeah. Mm. The name's just Nom. <laughs> just Nom. <laughs> it's Numbnook. Um. I kind of want to hear the auctioneer guy. <gasps> the auctioneer oh, we guy. Did we did. Auctioneer guy. Big John. Big John. Big John. Big John. 
Okay, yeah, we're talking in a Cockney accent. Don't forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, that's right. I, I tried it the other day, and I was like, yeah, I can do it fine. I don't want to have to It's like the easiest Zach, accent ever. No, I can um, just see, like, Zach sitting in his car, and you're like, I was. I, I was driving somewhere, and I was like, I, knew it, I was like, I knew it. Hey, this is a Cockney accent right here, and I can talk with it in final. I don't know if it was a Cockney the other day. And I, I just got so upset the other day. When you were in your car, were you practicing accent? I do that all the time. We pulled up, and I was like, I bet he's practicing oh, accent. No, no, no. I was talking to myself about You're something. Staring anyway, at the snow staring. Um, I was thinking about something. Um, I was thinking about something. So hard. All right, I'm Big John. Now, let's see. Oh, I'm Zach. Um, I'm the DM, but I also play Big John. Let's see. What sort of emoji I will use? Um... Well, first of all, I don't care about your emojis. Mm -hmm. I just want you to buy your bloody monster parts. I've been sitting here for half an hour. Um, just make a decision and get out of a shop. But what sort of an emoji would I use? Um, probably, probably the little dragon, right? Because that's a that's a bit of a monster, yeah. isn't it? Oh, there's yeah. a dragon. Yeah, yeah they've got a dragon emoji, don't they? Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah know. they do. I can't yeah, stress enough do. how much they I do. don't they use emojis. They do have dragon emojis. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> That okay. was great. Wow. Landon, I want you to know that I've looked over to the spot where you should be on the couch like four times. <laughs> and you're there. Let's go big job. It definitely feels weird that, oh, by the way, I'm not in the room. I'm not in the room. No, uh, he actually I'm traveling exist. for Thanksgiving. Yeah, me and Melanie are traveling. He's and so we are trying something new today, uh, which I think I say every single week. It's <laughs> <laughs> <And> our podcast. <laughs> a train wreck. <laughs> uh, and so I'm not. We're trying remotely, and we ran into some roadblocks, and we worked together as a team, as all great D&D &D parties do, and we halfway solved it. And, and so as yeah. always, we'll see if there's music today. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Let's see if we can Will knock this two birds one. with one stone. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, well, are we ready to give it a while? Just to check, yeah. is, the, is the red dot recording? You always worry about that because yes. I see you look over when you're okay. here and you can't do that now. So now you're just So like, you want me to press the red button now. again? No, 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 no. If it's red. <laughs> the only reason I said that is because I knew I'd get a reaction out of no, 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 Oh no, my no. gosh, Zachary. My, my heart. It's I've had, like, so three cups easy. Of coffee today. You've had a lot of coffee. I have whiskey and you don't. So that's Wait. all I'm going to say. Okay, that was mean. That was mean. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I've got hurt as soon as I said it. I definitely have tea. Hey, so how my notes the first time? Yeah, that's a you thing. Um, it is uh, it is a level three adventure, and the date is thirty four eighty eight PB. Tefthrar twenty three. Tefthrar. Tefthrar. Tef I'm not going to. Tefthrar. Reptar twenty three. Reptar twenty three. It's Reptar twenty three. I gosh darn tell you what. <laughs> Hi, this is David Johnson with David Johnson's Kidney Supply. You make them, we take them. I kind of take your kidneys today. <laughs> You know what I sound like? You know, I realized so I was listening back to the That's podcast, our and I sound. Mr. John. Oh, you've got to make an NPC with that voice. Actually. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sure I will. Yeah. Okay, so I was listening back to the podcast, and I realized that every time I laughed, I sound like I'm on the verge of crying. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, you do. But if you are on the verge of crying, I mean, own it, take it. So if you, if you are worried about my mental health, you probably should. Be. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. I'm just Anyway, like oh yeah. No. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, How do you spell flower? Did we go to sleep <laughs> in the last section? Well, oh. again, not to be sassy, it is the same month it's been every time, but it is T E P H apostrophe T H R A R. So, but what I'm saying is like like trying to be helpful. It should be the same as all of the other notes. Yeah, here. and I I had tep, but I didn't have the last part. It's just T A R. Oh, okay, yeah. So T E P H. Yeah, I have that. Apostrophe T H R A R. 
Also, I think I said. Sleep? Have I said huh? you got? Yeah, yeah. We'll be waking up in the next morning because you finally managed okay. to end the okay. day. Um, uh, and also, I, if I haven't sent you guys a document with like the months and stuff in it, let oh, me know. I but I think them. I have. I just didn't. Okay. I didn't know what that other thing. I just was. didn't Is read it. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. I'll read it. No, it's all good. Okay. All right. Okay. Well. Getting this spang doodly dude kicked off. Actually, I'll tell you what, let me try and get the. <laughs> so, anyway, let me try and get the music playing first, and then let's just go ahead and get that disappointment. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, oh, look, there's Hydra. Is there music Hydra. starting to play for you guys? I have no music because it's definitely. Okay, so in that case, um, I think I think Kevin McLeod music is just officially not playing for me, which is concerning, but. <gasps> there it is. I don't know if okay. you guys can hear that. No, that's a bit sounds, loud. I'll have music. When I turn it sucks. Wait, why is I'm it not still there loud? For the I'm music. turning it down on everything. Why is it still loud? I, is it on the, the thingamajig? Yeah, which one do I turn down? Oh, Landon, <laughs> if we have really loud music, what do we do? <laughs> it's so loud. Y'all need it's to turn so it down on Zach's computer. Oh. Uh, yeah, my volume's at like six out of a hundred. Uh, turn it down to zero and see if it stops. Didn't stop it. Yeah, it stops it, Landon. I'm afraid. Landon, I'm what scared. What is it playing? <laughs> Okay, so it's playing from your computer, right? Yeah, that's what it says. So something on your computer has to be turned down. You are left on because every separate. Everything, everything on my computer is almost on mute. Um, turn down the monitor, but you're just not going to hear each other. I turn. Oh my goodness, the monitor doesn't change either. Nothing stops it. Okay, okay, hold on. Okay. We went from having no music to having too much music. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say we don't have music today because oh my goodness, I don't know what happened, but that was terrifying. Okay, guys, oh so I'm talking over the music right now. I wanna hit him. It's so loud. If somebody listening to this recording is like, why did they just shout for two minutes? It's because I've been to metal concerts that weren't that loud. I don't know really? what's happening. Um, okay, so tune in next week for episode seven where we have music maybe. Yeah, um, we gotta stop making. We gotta stop saying that. No, I feel like it's fun now. But um, <laughs> let's make music just a Patreon reward, and then, and then <laughs> no one's ever gonna sign up. No one's ever gonna sign up for our Patreon. And then we so cannot we'll deliver on it. that too. Oh, well, oh my I mean, gosh! I don't think, I mean, yeah, we make Sorry. promises and we break them. I'm oh. sorry. <laughs> anyway, listen. Yeah. I, I I made the website and I was like, "Hey, give us your personal information and we'll send you a secret." And I had someone sign up today, and I'm not gonna lie, I don't have a secret ready. To, I did not Landon, think anybody was gonna Landon, put can information I just teach, there. Can I just like? Can I? Can I just? Yeah. Make Greta. Can Do you Greta guys ever have a dream where you could, if if you could, <laughs> but you could? Stop <laughs> it. Landon, I'm gonna text you a secret. And this is okay. Wait. So nobody's gonna know this. This is just like <laughs> no, someone's gonna no, know it. That's all. This, anybody that signs up for our newsletter will know the secret. So <laughs> oh my gosh, Landon, no, wait, please. These are being independently sent to people, right? Well, Couldn't you literally just like send automatic the same thing. secret? Like as soon as, oh. yeah. as soon as someone signs up, they'll be sent the same secret. You could just send the same secret, <laughs> and you're not defaulting on any yeah, promise. Now I don't have any. I have zero secrets. We're not saying that on live recording, but um. Wait. Don't say the secret out loud right now. They have to send it for our newsletter to I'm get gonna it. I'm going to text it to you. <laughs> and it's going to be canon, but only you, me, and the people that sign up for the newsletter know it. Why won't you tell okay. me? Do I know? No. Are you I like serious? This. <laughs> Are you serious? I like this. Oh, that laughter was genuinely maniacal. Micah, all you have to do no, is sign no. up for the newsletter. No. I can't. No. For the newsletter. No. 
Oh my gosh, I love it. I love it. It's great. That's amazing. Half of our signatures for the newsletter are going to be our own cast huge. members. Are you sure? I just got to know. Uh, Landon, do we have things to plug before we get started? Uh, we definitely do. We definitely do. Everything, anything. If you Google Barely D&D and it comes up, follow it. Please. And, uh, yeah, follow we have a Twitter, search. we have a Facebook, we have an Instagram. They're all fabulous. Please go to Barely D&D on any of those formats. We also have a, well, you know, because you're listening to it on Spotify. That made no sense. Um, yeah, if you, if you have a loved Spotify. one or a mom that was afraid of D&D growing up, but now is maybe more open to new ideas, share it with her. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you have an um, uncle who recently stubbed his toe, share it with him. <laughs> Yeah. Landon, why did you yeah. why did Actually, you specify between loved one and mom? <laughs> because Abby, I don't know. You know why. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Oh my god! You know why? You know good why? I plead Your the fifth. Your mom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean we got lots of stuff. We Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, anything. We've newsletter. Been plugging too long. We have a cool secret now, and it's canon. It's it, is canon. Um, it is canon. It is canon according to me. If you there saw is, an okay, ocelot, so, an ocelot in a parking lot once, I don't know. If you saw an ocelot in no a parking joke, lot, and I have then you hidden got something. Ocelots are real. They only live in Minecraft. <laughs> okay, Zachary's about to fight, so let's all step back. Let's take two steps back. On that note, let's talk about the website. <laughs> I've hidden something on the website. No for free merch. There's free merch on the website. There and is. if you find it and message me, you will get it. Not you. If you're playing in the game right now, it is not open to you. You cannot get the free merch. Are you serious? Do we actually? George, George, I know you're listening to this. No, but I'll make it if they find it. George, you can do it. George, George, you can do it. If you can find this, I will make it and I will send it to you. So go. Good luck. There's only five pages. George, you got this. George I feel like we're it. getting in really hot yeah. water with this promise or here. Or Rudy. Anyway. Rudy can do it. Um, yeah. I, okay, I really feel like maybe we should start soon, so yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and okay. start now. Okay. Let's um, play the game. Oh, my actual goodness. Okay, so. Thank <laughs> <Ranky> boy. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh, no. So. <laughs> just going to make a quick note adjustments here real quick. <laughs> Um, so you guys awake. Uh, so the party is in, um, the warm hearth, mm-hmm. the inn that you guys have found, uh, the, the coastal inn of the, uh, grand shipping city of Port Risplendisa in the massive south- southeastern nation of Unsen. And you guys are waking in room 13 on what is only your second day in the city, uh, in each of your independent beds. I don't know why I specified that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nobody's sleeping I'm next so to each other. Tired. And there was only one bed. <laughs> oh my gosh. Everybody has a bed and they're all alone. Oh, this session's gonna be a train <laughs> Okay. You can do this, you're a big kid. Um, okay. I used to, uh, all jokes aside, I actually used to tell myself that before gymnastics routines. Are you I would tell myself you're a big kid before I'd get out of routines. As a joke, but also kind of seriously. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Uh, that should have been your secret. <laughs> that should have, that should have been um, So you guys are waking up in each of your independent beds. Um, uh, the um, the warm summer light uh, is sorry is just starting to creep through the window in your uh, in that window that faces the other building. And so like the space between the, that window and the next building is not great, but there's just enough to peek through the alleyway behind and sort of creep over the edge of the next roof as the sun starts climbing in the sky. And you guys have slept in a bit this morning because you had a very full day yesterday and uh, you were up late um, with the advice events previously with the orb um and everybody is uh everybody is waking on your second day in, in the city of unsen in the middle of summer it feels good to be back uh so guys are y'all awake are y'all awake yet guys yes i 
Don't know. Yes. I want to get another tattoo today. Yes. No. Yeah. Gotta find. We gotta get another one because yes. they said we might be gone for two years, and I don't know if I can go that long. I kind of want to go to the bookstore. There's a bookstore. <gasps> oh. Let's. I'm trying to remember what that woman said on the boat who needed our help taking something somewhere. How long did she say we could come whenever, or just mm-hmm. to come in three days? She said to come in three days. I say we go whenever. No, she said to come in three days. Oh. Or did she say that? Yeah, she said to come in three days. days. Let me double check. In my brain. Greta sits down and starts thinking really hard. And and she does not look. I'd be furiously checking notes. She does not. (laughs) She doesn't. Yeah, she's not looking through notes right now. (laughs) I'm pretty sure they can hear the sound of paper flipping. (laughs) I know. That's the sound of Is Greta a note taker? No, not no. at all. And if she does, they would not be legible. Like she would understand them, but they would be mostly. You know pictures. when a kid like tries to write in cursive, you know, <laughs> and they just—that's <laughs> Greta. Yeah. yeah, or they—they they would be like mostly pictures. Oh, and Greta would um, understand. Boss, make a make a history check. Okay. History check. We have. Yeah, I'm trying to remember something. Go through Greta's brain. I don't. I got a. I got a. <laughs> oh yeah. I didn't think about that. Got a 17. 17. Okay. What was a DC of three? Uh, It was to remember what she said to you. It was three days. She said in three days. In three days. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then the the guy making the shields and everything said three days as well, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Can we go to that tree? Like the grove? What tree? When we first got here, someone said there was like a forest grove south of the city. Um, Someone someone told you that there was a forest about uh, 30 miles south of Forest Plenty Sound. That's a really, really long walk. That's like a morning jog for me. I mean, I think we could oh. do it. Maybe it was like 15 miles. Yeah, if you... That's so great yeah. for you. I No, it was about 30. <laughs> Craig, listen, you have lots of new abilities now. You need to like <laughs> rise to the yeah, occasion. Craig. Oh, shoot. No, I could be like 40 up. miles away. Holy yeah. She said south that there was uh, there was the um, the boy shout. Oh. Uh, Just kidding. Actually, I think you took DM. the note then. <clears throat> but it was B-O-I-S-C-H-A-U-D. Uh, yes, sir. I, I so I know based on previous conversations, I have an item with me that I need to plant. I can plant somewhere to use. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going to be gone from Port Resplendisan for a long time, it's kind of useless to plant it here. And but if I'm like uh, traveling around everywhere, acquired soil, yeah, probably. But I, could I bring something with me? If you, I mean, if plant you can it, plant like it, a, uh, if you can plant it, you can plant it. If you can't plant it, you can't plant it. Know what I mean? Hey guys, I just had a great idea. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. Let's go to a nursery. What for? What? Like a plant nursery. What kind of kids. Oh, oh, okay. Oh. You should have specified I mean, that. We can go to a regular nursery too. Yeah. And they're volunteer. Yeah. Probably... yeah. I love kids. It's <laughs> <Exactly>. like <laughs> the party volunteers at an adopt at, a, at an orphanage for the whole session. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm not. But, what, but really, what do you want to do? Because I'm I'm kind of I looked I at my schedule and I'm free for today. Okay, I, I let's go to the bookstore then. Okay. Well, Craig, are right, you coming? I'm good. Mm, I'm trying to think of what other things I could do because I could probably go somewhere better than a bookstore. Okay, well, we can, we're <laughs> leaving now, so if you want to come with us, you can. I'll if come not, with you great. until I think of something better. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. So we're going to go to a bookstore? What we're book going to the bookstore. I'm going to hold the door for Boz and then kind of like let go of it. 
Okay, so you guys, uh, you guys, I, I'm going to catch as, the door as it's closing to keep it open for Craig. Okay, so you guys, you. you guys all hop off of your bunks, and uh, Greta, you sort of like skip ahead of everyone, get to the door. Um, you open the door, you sort of like make a big show as it like mm, opens. You like make a, good sh- a big show of holding it open for Boz, and then you immediately turn and walk away mm-hmm. the moment he's halfway I through don't it. Slam it, sure. But I do walk away. Gotcha. So you're into the hallway, and then uh, Boz, you can see that it's closing, and you catch it with your palm, and uh, Craig can follow out. And you guys are in that like uh, relatively narrow hallway of the warm hearth uh, wrap your way around the, the, uh, the L bend in it and down the stairwell. Uh, the music's already started up. Um, yeah. And uh, there's a, there's a merry group of people generally about um, uh, people all along the edges uh, of, um, of the room sort of seated at, at different booths, having uh, a meal. Uh, you see an accoutrement of breakfast. Like like implements, like you can the the place smells less of alcohol than it free than it usually does, and there's more like eggs, um, and uh, you can smell like, what like smells like very toasted bread that's going along with the fish. Mm. So, um, uh, you know, like it, it seems like like a breakfast or a brunch is happening. Um, who Boz and uh, Greta? Could you guys make me uh, perception checks? Yes. Why not me? Because uh, you have terrible perception. I could. Yeah, I got no. And I mean, not that you can't roll it, but I mean, like they are—they have higher perception scores. They are the people who have a chance of hearing it. I got a. Their passive perception is higher. They're not going to tell me though because they hate me. Okay, you guys don't notice anything else. Um, So, hey, Craig. Yeah. Craig. Hey, so um, that was kind of weird yesterday, but I was wondering if you could teach me how to float because that's actually really cool. I would love to teach you how to float, but I don't think you can because you don't have magical powers. Like oh, well, I'd be willing to try. I actually do have magic powers. DM, can I teach Boss how to float? Uh, you don't know. Well, we can try. We can, we can try, try some time. Yeah. We hang out. Yeah. Maybe go have like some like bro time. You know what I'm saying? Like forest walk, nature discovery. Actually, I, I'm thinking that we could like go to like weaponry, but okay. Right you can go look at some rocks. Yeah. I don't know what dwarves yeah. do, but yeah. okay. Yeah, I love rocks. We can, okay, let's go. Let's okay, go to let's the bookstore. I think Greta's already out the door. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Greta like sort of weaved ahead in the crowd and you guys move forward. Um, can I, on the way out, can I stop and ask someone for their toast? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So you sort of like, well, okay. So the problem is you guys sort of lose Greta and the dancing people in the middle. And so you like sort of assume that she's left the building and you guys like <laughs> move forward and you, uh, you push out of the, the large heavy doors at the front of the building. And it's just, um, it's a brisk morning at the docks. There's, um, the great waves of, uh, the Northern Skilianazga, um, as it's, that's the name of the ocean through which you sailed, um, or the sea rather, excuse me, the ocean, uh, or I'm sorry, North, far, far North is the Skilianazga. This is the Kalabak. That's the sea of the Kalabak, uh, South, just off of, um, the, uh, uh, the Ezeal Ocean, but um, uh, it's it's sort of temperate waters are sort of splashing up against the stonework, and there's the many seas, uh, and it's it's just it's this endless veil of of beauty because the ships are always switching out which ones are in, and there's a larger presence of silver scale soldiers than you guys remember moving forward, um, and actually you're seeing them for the first time in uh, in groups, not sort of like singularly or in pairs pairs patrolling, but there's like um, there's uh, like like little um, uh, dispatches of them, like five or ten, moving in file with weapons. And there's uh, four or five of their large ships um, about at dock, and they're very large and ornamental, and they have like that like metal plating on that side, that polished uh, steel that's supposed to look like silver. Um, 
so as you, as, as you, Boz, and uh, Craig emerge out into that front uh, dock area, Greta, um, you've worked your way to the side, and uh, you've worked your way up to a table. Um, first of all, odds or evens? Evens. Duly noted. Okay. Um, so you walk up to a table, um, and uh, there are indeed three people at it. Um, actually, I'll tell you what. No, there's one person at it. Um, and uh, actually, no, let's make this way more fun. There's four people there. Okay. Um, there is a uh, there's a dwarf in uh, heavy armor. Um, he's got a large cloak, and or I say heavy. It's like it's like studded leathers that like wrap in a lot of uh, sort of layer. There's like a very large breast section that sort of pulls into multiple flaps down one side. And there's a very large crossbow sitting next to him up against uh, a bench, and he has a heavy cloak on behind him with a hood that's pulled down. And he's got this um, very thick, ruddy beard of like dark brown um, that's not very well kept for a dwarf. Um, uh, sort of like in Craig territory. And he's got um, hair that's sort of like pulled backward into a tight bun and uh, a broad, kind face, but with like sort of a sternness to it and he thick uh, like lines around the eyes and he's got a scar or two on cheeks, like sort of in different directions. Then next to him, uh, there is a, uh, a woman who is of a race that you're not familiar with, but you've already seen a couple of in the city. Um, she's bald. Um, she has, uh, the others you've seen have had long green hair, but she's bald. She has blue skin, um, very high noble features. Um, uh, it almost looks like there's some scales on her hand maybe, and her fingers are webbed with like pink web in between. You've seen a couple of people like this walking around, but you don't know who. She has on similar armor. Um, next to them, there's a very old man, uh, who's in like these thick layered, um, like cloaks and like it looks kind of like magic-y but they're very rough and worn they appear to be of like a very cheap cloth some sort of a, a basic fabric um and they've even got some moss growing on it in sections and he's got this like um wizened gnarled staff that goes up against around one side and is leaning up against a wall um and uh, he's got this wiry, wild, huge beard coming off of his face. He's completely bald. This very old sunken eyes that are bright green pupils inside um, and a worn face. And then next to him, uh, there is a large black tabaxi. Um, uh, actually, make a, make a nature check, um, Greta. Does it look like Miguel? <laughs> <laughs> no, but Miguel is okay. adorable. Miguel should put Miguel in the game as a tabaxi somewhere. 15. That's a great idea. Uh, 15. Yeah, you know what a tabaxi is. Yeah, tabaxi are cat people. Um, oh, like warrior cats. Um, I'm sorry? <laughs> like warrior cats. Yes. Shout oh, out man, to I read yeah. all of Shout those. out to Reagan who made me read the, cats. Oh, yeah, I gave them to you guys. You did? Those are your books? Yeah, you guys have my books. It's are fine. you serious? Honestly, they're better with you guys. Yeah. No, I, I mean, the whole reason you know what that is is because yeah, those of are my books. It is. <gasps> I have so many good memories of those. Reagan made me read your book in Kansas. Yeah. That's sick. Oh, I, went, I read all through them, and then uh, uh, your mom asked if, like, or she, like, we were talking about them, and she was like, they might be interested. And I was like, well, that happens. So you guys have all my books. Anyway, um, you know Tabaxi are cat people, and um, he's very large. Um, there's, like, there's, like, broad, strong features to his face. His face very much looks like a, um, like a, like a black, uh, like, puma. It's very, like, regal and, 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 uh. Uh, broad, strong features. I already said that, but that's like the best cat. adjective. <laughs> yes. It looks like my cat. Um, it's and, uh, huge. <laughs> it's huge. Oh, dang it. That was a very good DM burn. And there's a little cut in one of his ears on the right. Mm. Um, and he's muscular, but not sort of like, you know, like jacked. It's, it's a lithe, um, mobile strength. And he has on all of their armor, except for the old man matches. 
And mm. he has on a dark black cloak that moves down and hood back from that. And there's a rapier at his side. And all of the, they have, they all have like, like five or six large bags with them. They're all on the table. So those four individuals are at the table, um, sort of ringed in a circle. And um, uh, their breakfasts are in front of them. And they're sort of eating and, and they have... They have the food there. So you sort of like wander up to the edge of the table. And because you're a gnome, you're like, like you're like nose up is above the table okay. as you like uh, move up the little edge uh, on the dance floor and walk up to their booth. Do they have toasts? Uh, yeah, each of them has food. Um, the dwarf's plate is almost completely clean and there's a mess all around him hmm. uh, of like crumbs and stuff. Um, the woman has um, each of her food, like everything's been cut perfectly and she's eaten half of it. She's eating from one side of the plate to the other and her food is organized around it. Hmm. The old man has eaten about half of his food and about half of his un is uneaten. And then uh, <clears throat> the tabaxi is having his food um, slowly in sections, sort of methodically eating it. Okay. What does the toast look like? Um, it appears to be honey bread um, that has also been toasted. Okay. I'm going to say, hey guys. Um, there's sort of a pause. All four of them look up at once at you. Um, the dwarf sort of like looks to you with a stone, stern face and then gets like a little smile on his face quizzically. Um, the woman, the blue woman looks over and she just stares daggers at you. Um, she has a very blank, flat expression and she just sort of looks to you. Um, her brow slightly furrowed just the moment she looks at you. The old man sort of looks up like kind of unflappably, looks up and then looks back to his food and just keeps eating. And uh, the tabaxi, and they're sort of like seated in an arrangement where like the dwarf is right here on your left and then the uh, woman and then the old man and the tabaxi. The tabaxi is right here. He sort of turns left and looks at you and um, he gets a sort of quizzical look on his face. And he's the one who responds to you with words and he says, um, hello, how are you today? I'm good. I'm doing great. It's I haven't been outside yet, but it looks like a beautiful day. It is. I'm, we just came in. It's lovely weather. I'm glad to hear it. Can I have your toast? I'm sorry. I can I have your toast, please? <laughs> I'm not laughing. Can I have your toast, please? Um, at once, everyone at the table gets sort of like quizzical looks, and they all sort of look around at each other back and forth. Um, the woman. Her, her expression, which is already cold, turns like almost minorly aggressive. I don't want your toast. And she, well, okay. well, this is all happening very quickly at okay. once. And uh, she like sort of like, uh, you notice a furtive glance just tacitly. She looks right at him. And he first turns and looks at her. And he just sort of gives like a little head shake like no. And she like sort of relaxes back into her seat. Um, the dwarf gets a very comical, quizzical big smile and sort of looks over <laughs> at the tabaxi. And the old man sort of looks up with a really strange, like he's like he's got like a bit of fish halfway in his mouth and he goes, and looks up like like this is bizarre. And um, the tabaxi sort of like furtively glances just in a moment toward the old man, then looks at the dwarf and smiles largely and says, why do you want my toast? It looks so good. And I had the bread here, I think maybe last night or the night before that. And it was so, some of the best bread I've ever had. And I just, I wanted to try it toasted. Okay. He gets a smile on his face and he leans back and crosses his arms and just sort of looks at you <laughs> smiling. And the dwarf sort of goes like, <laughs> Oh, look at this one. And uh, the tabaxi, uh, make, a, make a persuasion check. Persuasion check. This is amazing. Like, what, how did this come to your mind? I love this. <laughs> They're responding so positively. That's an unnatural 20. Is it actually? <laughs> um, okay. The, the tabaxi sort of goes, um, yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> Always interesting people in Portugal, <laughs> and he picks up a half-eaten like toast and hands it over to you. Okay. And then um, he goes, uh, he turns to the druid and he says, "Hey, you're still." And and the old man sort of goes like, "What?" And he goes, uh, 
Well, come on, you're not going to eat it. And the old guy's sort of like, what? I don't know her. I don't care. <laughs> and and uh, the tabaxi just sort of like smiles, but his eyes harden a little bit. And uh, he just sort of like that. And uh, uh, the druid goes, weirdos. And he picks up his bread and just tosses it across the table to you. Tucks it out. Yeah, so you have you have a fully... A full piece of this, like, and the bread, the honey bread is sort of like, um... Did he just throw bread at me? <laughs> good, good reference. Um, uh, have you ever had uh, pan dulce? No. Uh, like sweet, like, uh, Mexicano sweet bread? Mm-mm. So it's, it's like domed bread. Um, so you have to <gasps> bite into it. That. Yeah, And that's what he, that's the way honey bread looks, it's and he tosses crunchy. it to you, toasted on the top. Huh? Mm, is it kind of crunchy? It's very crunchy. Okay. Well, well, you remember, it's crunchy and then soft on the inside. So you have a half-eaten one and a full one that are both okay. tossed to you. Mm. I'm gonna take a bite out of the half eaten one. I'm gonna go. Mm. Tastes fantastic. It does. Yeah, it tastes. Okay, fantastic. is it any better toasted than it is different? Well, it's just kind of delicious in its original form. So better is not the right term. Different. Um, different. Is it warm? A very good comparison is. Does it have butter? Like you've had? Have you ever had a fresh baguette? No. Um. Oh really want a fresh shoot. baguette. Uh. What's something good, both toasted and untoasted? Bread. Okay. A croissant. <laughs> uh, have you ever had a fresh croissant? <gasps> Yes. Have you ever uh, had, a, had a croissant toasted? Mm-hmm. You know, they're both good, but just in different ways. Yeah. This is it the has third time quality. croissants have come up in my week, and I cannot tell you how badly I've been My them. croissant. <laughs> um, <laughs> you almost, you come in So yeah, it's, it's just good in that quality. Okay. I'm going to go, mmm, and then I'm going to kind of like jump around in a circle. Okay. <laughs> um, the dwarf finds it hilarious and claps and goes... <laughs> and then I'm going to go, thank you so much. Y'all are the best. And then I'm going to scurry out uh, the door. Right... Right as you start to turn away, the tabaxi says, uh, I apologize, what, what was your name? Greta. Greta, mm-hmm. uh, what, what are you doing in the city? I'm here with some friends. We kind of just, um, I'm just kind of exploring, um, and we're just kind of hanging out, really. Okay. What are you doing? Um, and he sort of like, he sort of waves his hand and waves you back to him okay. for a moment. I'm do you walk back? back? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he leans in and he goes, um, your friends, what do you all do? Greta's going to stare off into space for a minute. Okay. And then I'm going to look back at him and say, we don't really, we do a lot of things. Um, we, we're kind of just, we're, we're figuring it out. We're storming right now. So I guess that's what we're doing. We're storming. We storm. Well, he just sort of, uh, well, it, it might be not be a feat at all, but, um, and as he starts to finish that sentence, the woman leaning across the table goes, oh, no. And he sort of looks back and just smiles at her, and she looks very frustrated. And he goes, "I'm always interested in different people." Yeah, um, we're definitely. Different. Let me know if you're ever looking for work. And he pulls out a little coin, and uh, it's a brass coin, about that big around, about like an inch and a half, maybe bigger than a coin you would use for trading, and pretty big in your hand. It'd be almost almost the size of your, like like half the size of your palm. And it's it's just two concentric brass circles, and it has three uh, cuts on the back of one side and um, he just passes it over and he says uh, ask for uh the chain stewards or anyone with the brass company what do y'all do uh we collect bounties oh cool cool very cool mm-hmm. nice it's good work fun see many places yeah and what was your name uh oh crap <laughs> <laughs> oh dang <laughs> the dm went i oh, totally no. forgot to have his name up you should have a rule in this in the game that if Zachary forgets to have a name ready for the DM, <gasps> if we can come up with one faster, that has to be its Jeffrey. name. There aren't there aren't even Jeff, words for how much Jeff that's not it. gonna happen. I what can't if it stress was, that. What enough. if what if it was a warrior Jeff cat name? 
Just absolutely not. Nope. Okay. What is it, Micah? Jeff Wittick. Isn't that from Jump Community? Wittick? No, Jeff Wittick. Isn't that from Community? Anyway. Um, Jeff Wittick. I love Jeff <laughs> okay. Wittick. Um, these, are, these are established NPCs. I'm not changing their names. Oh, um, okay, okay, okay. okay. Uh, and also, no. Um, uh, <laughs> it's a good idea. You gotta well, admit. It's not. Uh, so he tells you, Greta, um, he says, uh, he leans forward uh, without missing a beat. And he says, um, uh, my name is Kidrim. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's fine. Cool. That is so cool. I and, love- uh, and he says, and these are my associates. He points, of course, uh, across to the dwarf. And he says, um, uh, Siltivrind. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and then he points to the woman and he says, Balik. And she just gives you a very thin, angry uh, face. And then he points to uh, the human man and he says, and Brecken. Okay. Uh, we actually recently, uh, we have a spot open in our group. So let me know if any of your uh, friends are looking for employee. Oh, if absolutely. If they're skilled and- we are, we are so skilled in everything. Alrighty. Well, have a wonderful day, Greta. You too. Thanks for the toast. And he like winks at you and then goes back to sitting in his spot. And the dwarf chuckles again. And the woman looks very put out. And the old man just sort of mutters and goes back to his food. Okay. You should wink back. Zach, be honest. Is the Away From Table podcast going to freak out that we just talk to these people? Like, are these like... Um, the Away From Table people don't know who they are. <gasps> oh, We know really? someone you don't uh, know. But if Daniel ever listened... Um, well, he'd have a reaction. But Hello, anyway. Danny okay. boy. Danny boy? He hates I'll listen now. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm so you sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, now I feel bad. I'm going to do an inside check to see how much he loves being called Danny boy. Um, <laughs> Forget okay, so I said Greta, that. You weave out of the front of the building. Yep. And uh, uh, Boz, you and Craig have been waiting on your ally for a moment, but she slips out from between the large doors and she's and I'm happily chewing on a half-eaten piece of toast. Where did you get that? Can I? I uh, talked to a friend. When we... What? When we walk outside, I want to do a kind of glance around to see if the people that we silenced from last episode are... <laughs> make a perception check. Make a perception check. <laughs> okay. That's going to sound so violent if someone didn't listen to the last episode. <laughs> uh, that is going to be a 16. This tea is incredible. Um, you do not see them. Uh, okay. You see you see maybe 100 people, <laughs> uh, different traders, um, people who look wealthier or better dressed, um, maybe like uh, wealthy wealthy merchants and business people. There are people coming on and off, vessels being shipped places. Um, there's carts rolling around, uh, but you don't you don't see those specific dock workers. Craig, um, so yeah. I think we may I may have done something bad uh, when I do? silence those when I silence those people. What did you do? Um, I just didn't like what they were saying, you know, but. If they see us again, I don't want them to alert the guards. So uh, maybe let's kind of like not hang out at the docks all the time. I don't know. Or um, But what if I wanted to hang out at the docks? <laughs> uh, okay. Wait, what? Okay. Micah's just furiously like shifting between like her character notes. And it's just, it's just 12 <laughs> lines of conflict. And she's like, uh, uh, uh. But what if I want to hang out at the docks? I don't <laughs> 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 disagree with everything. <laughs> I don't know. It's just an angry. I understand. Energy. I understand. I'll, I guess I'll work. Listen, with Craig. It. I don't. I'm like, sorry. I didn't mean to actually. Have, <laughs> it's just <laughs> fine. barely D and D podcast. We like to judge each other based on. Our <laughs> <work>. uh, <laughs> you will be graded on a scale of one to thirteen. Uh, I'm just kidding. Thirteen. Thirteen. Because um, we're staying in room thirteen. Um. Wow. No. I'm, I mean. I'm just saying. I'm just okay. saying, Craig. I. I don't want to go. I, we don't have any t- sort of like jail where I'm from because everyone's just kind of chill. 
Um, and I don't want to learn about it. You know I've what I mean? Definitely like, gone I, to jail, and it's not worth it. You've gone Is to jail. What did you do? Canonize it. My mouth. No, it's a. Where were you in jail at? Marriage. (laughs) (laughs) Where? What did you say? (laughs) Marriage. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh, I gotta recover. All right. Uh, Do you see Greta anywhere? Do you see Greta? Yeah, Greta's standing next to you. She's coming out of the door. She's there. Hey Greta, it's good to be next to somebody else again. Um, what were you saying about the bookstore earlier? And does Greta- your does the flaw section of your character sheet just say all of them? Is that it? <laughs> does it just say mean in big letters? <laughs> but come on, that was that was pretty smooth. No, she's checking. What? Why are you checking? No. I have to line up. <laughs> I have to line up both like, of my well, papers. I have a list of 38 flaws. Let me look real quick. No. <laughs> I should. Uh, Greta has emerged from the door and she does. she's eating her toast. Yes. So through a mouthful of toast, I'm going to say, I want to learn Unsinian. Did I say that wrong? No, you said that wrong. Right. Oh, sick. It doesn't Gre- matter. Greta would have said it wrong, but. Where would you learn that from? A bookstore, Craig. Crickets, I get really quiet. Let's I'm sorry, go to the Craig. Bookstore. I did not mean to snap at you. I love you, Craig. Well, I can read false, like six languages, which when you, you think about it is pretty crazy. So I can would love really to really read use six those languages. Can you teach me a language? Yeah, uh, yeah I know Uncinian. Uh, common. You know I'm just kidding. I don't know Uncinian. I, I was about to say, make a deception check. <laughs> I've seen your character sheet. <laughs> Zachary's like, you lying, and I'm not going to let you get away with it. Why are you um, lying? Let's see. I know common, elven, druidic, dryad, and sylvan. That is so cool. Can you teach me elven? Druidic. Can you teach teach me druidic? I can't teach you druidic. Why? Um, You have to be a druid. That's okay. It's a code. Okay. Um, You can teach me elven. But I still want to learn this language. I want to learn it too. If you learn it, we can make like (gasps) a a Duolingo pact. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Craig, do you want to okay. learn Uncinian with us? No, let's go to the bookstore. Okay, let's go. Okay, um, Greta, I would like you to make an investigation check because you passed the bookstore very briefly yesterday in the market section. And you, I, I'm going to say, you guys, it's not hard to get to the, the market district. Um, and I'm sure you could navigate to the magic lane easy enough, but finding that specific bookstore could be slightly challenging in the massive cities. So. Can I look for like any bookstore? Sure, yeah, yeah. What'd you get? Those dice are very cool. Thank you. They are. I, I was. Um, Can't wait to see them in person. I was so worried because I'm switching dice, and my my awesome friend got me some new dice. You take pics of them and send them to me. I will. She got me new dice, and I was because I, I love them so much, and I'm like they're Greta's dice now. And I was so worried that my my good luck would like leave, but it's back. <laughs> it's still here. <laughs> it's within you. It is. So I got a 19. Holy crap! <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, um, so you guys weave your way down one of the really large central streets that's sort of like, um, the city The city is set up in a really helpful grid. Um, uh, less of like um, squared, like a squared pattern grid and more like a hexagonal grid in very large hexagonal sections, the individuals of which are set up in like, uh, in like grid sections as a usual grid. Uh, now, I don't know that you guys would initially visually like understand that 
from where you're moving, but there's all these like really large repeating sections off of main roads and grid patterns. Um, so you move you move your way down one of the really large central streets um, toward the Mac, the market district, market district, toward the market <laughs> district, and um, you sort of retrace your steps. And you don't know the city well yet, um, but you're very like uh, perceptive, and you like all the little strange <laughs> details. So like as you're moving around, Greta, you're remembering like that kicked over a bucket that you saw and that one weird vendor and like the That's way that how someone I drive. Like, how did you know exactly how I drive? <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully a DM learns how to, how to uh, understand characters after long enough, but, um, also cause that's the way that I drive. Um, and so eventually you pass by a store, um, or you don't pass by you, you move toward, I believe it's just, yes. Um, tomes and texts. Um, it's a fairly nondescript bookstore. Um, it uh, it's it's like a very simple square stone building um, with like average cobblestone that's been well smoothed on the front and um, and uh, there's just a very simple wooden sign with red paint um, that simply reads uh, reads out the tomes and texts and the title is in both Uncinian and Common and uh, um, there's just like a large storefront window that has some scrolls and a couple books on the front and um, a little a little sign hanging on like the um, square paned glass door or, or glass of the window on the large two uh, oak wooden doors that says we're open. I'm going to walk right in. Okay. Uh, do you two follow um, them? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm going inside. So you guys, um, <laughs> and as you pass in, there's like a ding a ling a ling a ling from a bell. And as you move in, um, it's not packed. Um, because you want to open and close the door again to hear the bell a few more times. Okay. <laughs> so Bob, you stand by the door and ding a ling 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 And, um, uh, there, the wall, uh, the, the room has, um, it's, it's stone all the way around and there's a large center counter at the back. Um, and then there are two bookcases and then, uh, uh, shelves on either wall. Um, and they have scrolls and bound leather textbooks all around, and they filled the bookcases and the two walls. Um, now, for us, in our modern context, that would look like a very parsley bookstore. But in this fantasy ancient, like, this is probably more books than you've seen in your life, Greta. Okay. Um, uh, there's probably almost like 100 books here. Nice. Um, which Do they have a printing huge. press? Or is this like, they're like, everything is hand copied? Or uh, make a history check, boss. Uh, okay. This is going to be a really high DC because you're from the middle of nowhere. Can I know as a player, just for my history, just like curious nope. for the world? Uh, okay, well, um, screw got you. To discover got a 20. You got a 20? <laughs> yeah, screw you. Nice. I got a 20. Um, uh, you found a book in Zedge as you were passing through it to get to um, uh, the Tomorrow's Memory, and you asked about books, and someone told you um, that uh, uh, someone very no knowledge and well-traveled and worldly told you um, that they are generally copied by hand but that um, there was a very new invention out of uh, Nosenyo in the far uh, northeast of the Earth in Bloom um, called the Printing Press, and that a couple of people had started to use it in the wealthiest areas. But the, the majority of texts are copied by hand. I'm going to... So as we're walking in, I am, I'm assuming that I'm walking in the front. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so I'm walking in the front, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to whip around and like, like face y'all and kind of like do like a little huddle. What are we, what are we, what's up? What are we doing? I'm like waving at y'all to come down to my level. <laughs> okay, I, I, I don't have to, I'm literally at your level. Okay, I? well, I'm going to do it anyway. Is there a okay. person like working at the bookstore? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'll tell you what, Boz, make a quick perception check for me. Okay. As uh, Greta waves you all to huddle in. It's going to be a 16. Okay. Um, you make out everyone in the space. Um, 
So it's not hard, but you know, just, just if you're paying attention, it was like a DC of 10. But um, uh, so standing at the central counter, um, there's a very small, a uh, very tall, slender um, uh, dragonborn. Um, she has fair features, um, uh, very gentle, and they've got like the wide, broad features of a dragon's face that pull back into a large frill that has some small horns coming out of the edges. And she has bronze scales all the way across mm. her body that are sort of like patinaed right. at their edge, at the edges of each scale to be slightly green. It's this cacophony of beautiful colors. And um, the frills sort of go back to a long, tall neck, and she has these very fair um, silk cloaks uh, uh, that she's wearing. She's wearing this like central silk shirt that has... Uh, large white billowing sleeves that are sort of like ruffled at the edges and there's a large lapel that sits across the left breast and then like a couple side pockets that go down and then she's got this very nice leather belt that is across um the the midriff of the shirt and not across the waist and then some uh some tall cloth well you can't really see what's below that because it's behind the counter but she's standing there um at the counter and she uh, she has two small spectacles sitting on the bridge of her nose she sort of like looks up and smiles at you guys and as, as you enter in and then just looks right back down to what she's reading um then there is um, uh, a creature that is like sort of pulling books off of a shelf, reading them, scanning them, putting them back on the wall. Who would ever like to make a nature check to know uh, the race of this creature? Can I make a nature um, check? A nature check. Can I make uh, the... Wait, Michael, what's your nature modifier? I got a 13. Oh, okay. Where is that? <laughs> I don't know anything. Let me see. It's under... It's in whiz. It's in intelligence. It's under intelligence. Okay, I have a negative one. Well, yeah, everyone can four. make the check. So. Okay. okay. I'm going to make the nature check. We have to choose one delegate that can make the nature check. Well, I thought that's how it was. That would be Sometimes. I got, a, I got a 19. Oh, oh my 11. Goodness. Holy crap, Greta. Um, <laughs> Abby, why do you roll so hard? It's always one. It transferred to um, the dice, and I'm so happy about I'm it. I'm very glad for you. Um, so, uh, you know this to be a bugbear. A bugbear? Um, they I'm are. Sorry. <laughs> uh, they're very rare. Is this homebrew? Um, no. It's a it's a five e uh, it was a five e monster for a very long time and now they're also a race. A um, they're very 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 uncommon. They're they are not found many places at all. Um, and uh, let me see if I can't just pull up um, an image of one. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, just just Google five e bugbear real quick. Actually, um, it looks like a furry orc. It's actually it's actually a very good description. Um, so I know that I generally encourage oh. there not being. Uh, phones and me? sessions, but the very first picture that comes <laughs> up. Uh, yeah, so not that. Um, that's that's what? a bit bigger than what we're looking but for. He's so the cute. first, yeah, that that one, that one. Oh, he's so cute. So this one is a bit slenderer than the muscular one pictured in the session, and also for the sake of actually being a DM describing things, um, he's got this uh, this wide, broad face that starts narrow and moves uh, that, that gets larger and wider further back, like a dog, mm. and then these long, pointed ears that, that are very tuft and hair coming off of them. These big, thick, heavy eyebrows, and his whole body is furred with this blonde hair, um, this blonde, slightly ruddy hair, and uh, uh, he has um, these very thick. Um, just sort of basic cloth cloaks um, that sort of uh, layer. There's like a larger duster with like a, a collar that's down and then a smaller um, uh, shirt that goes under that. And then you can't see the rest because he's pointed away from you guys. You can see some large boots underneath. He's just sort of scanning books as they come off the shelves and putting them back on. And also throughout the space, you can see about three or four kobolds. Um, they're like little dragon people. Um, uh, they look like tiny little dragonborn, except that they're more feral looking. And each of them, uh, have you guys ever seen the Muppet Christmas Carol? No. Yes. Okay. I Uncultured. Need to watch that. Um, Must be a do you know, thing. Do you know the many uh, rats that work in uh, Scrooge's uh, bookshop? What? 
Yeah. It's like that. Um, so uh, each of them is like a couple of them are carrying inkwells. Others are carrying parchment scrolls. And they're just sort of like bickering back and forth to each other. Like, <laughs> like back and forth um, carrying little uh, little scrolls. And they're moving back and forth and moving like these odd ends. Um, but that's who you see in the I shop. Like Boz and Greta, you sort of waved everyone together for a huddle. Guys! Are, what are we doing? What's up? How much? Um, how much? What? Okay, I I was heading towards the the shopkeep, but okay. So Boz did not go to the huddle and just walked. No, to the no, no, I'm going to the huddle. Like I okay. I was going away, but I see I see Greta waving at me, and I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Okay, so everyone's I there. Just kind of like mind. everyone's in the pivot huddle. and just. <laughs> How much okay. money can I spend here? Um, honestly, no. money doesn't have any intrinsic value to me, okay. and I don't need anything. So no, hold on. I just, okay, I, as soon as Boz says that, I'm gonna run around. I'm gonna turn around and run. I'm going to okay. turn around, too, and go straight for the shopkeep. Me, too. I'm just left standing there knowing okay. that everything <laughs> had to go wrong. So you're standing still by the door. Um, Greta, there's, it's not a big shop, but you start running somewhere. Boz, you walk up to the front desk. The moment you start running, um, uh, the bugbear turns around very suddenly and sort of like catches you by a shoulder and says, um, uh, Ma'am, uh, please be careful. Please do not run in their shop. I'm so sorry. No, and it then is, I don't it run is okay, but please do not run in shop. Understood. I will not. Okay. And he like, and he's much taller than you. He just sort of like loomingly turns back around and goes back to reading titles and shuffling them on and off a desk. Um, Boz, you walk up to the front counter, and uh, the Dragonborn is standing there. She sort of like looks up for a moment and sees you, and uh, I walk up, smiles. Kind of like try to like lean on the counter like as nonchalant okay. as possible, <laughs> like one shoulder, you know, like sure, bend yeah. my knee. Like, like, almost like a, let's cut to the slack. Cock let's a cut head the slack, inside, yeah. You know what I mean, and I'm like, so, I'm just gonna shoot straight with you. Um, where is the forbidden te- text? The forbidden books, the ones you're not allowed to show people. Um, I'm interested <laughs> in those books. Um, a really large smile sort of creeps across her face. Um, her scales sort of like bend and flex around the lips as she smiles, and she says. Um, I do not know that you find anything of that sort here. I know. I, I, I completely understand. I, it's very respectful business. It's very nice. No, no, I sir. Put, I don't. go, I reach, I just one second. I open my, I'll be right once I open my bag. I did not give Greta the money. I still have it with me. Yes. But I put one gold on the counter. I was like, I'm just trying in pursuit of knowledge. Okay. You, you, you put the gold, it plinks down on the counter. Ding. And she just puts a finger on it and pushes it back toward you and says, Sir, I'm sorry. We it's just what you see. Okay. <laughs> make an insight check. Yeah, make an insight check. There has never been a bookstore that doesn't sell magical forbidden books. So she's definitely lying. And I got a really bad roll. Uh it's below 10. I don't want to do the math, but it's probably like seven. Um, she seems like she's shooting straight. Mm. Okay. Well, um, I kind of pull up my container of bees. Okay. Um, you pull out your little... Zach, do you, you want to like tray. describe it? Because you describe it a lot better than I do. Do you want to describe it real quick? So sure, yeah. Um, so you lift up your uh, your like small square box. Um, it's about like a, a foot in each dimension. And you sort of lay it down on the counter. Um, 
you're also you're very strangely laden with it at all times because there's like a there's like a buckled strap on either side that you like put over your shoulder and, and like sort of carry it like a computer bag at your side except that it's it's a perfect cube so it's very obtuse is you're always like kicking it around just a little bit off of your hip but um it's like a it's like a tri-layered um like sort of like milk crate box um it's like uh one uh, panel of wood that goes all the way around and then another level of panel and then a top layer and in between those two layers there are two layers of very um, opaque glass um, so opaque as to almost sort of look like porcelain but but very slightly transparent to color and there's gold filigreed gilding all along the edges of like vines and leaves and grasses and flowers just in gold relief along the wooden sections and uh, through the glass you can just see some dimly um, sort of like, like almost like little fireflies of dim colors, but like not the, just, uh, just pale sort of like blips of colors of all different sort of luminous neon colors behind the white glass at different sides that sort of appear and disappear well, I, from it. I pull it up and I put it on the counter. It I look at her and I go, well, <laughs> I'm trying to get information. She looks immediately surprised. <laughs> about insects and magical ones. Um, I don't really, I, I don't really have much more information that I can afford to give out, but um, your top secret. Uh, she smiles quizzically and says, Would you like to see one? Um, she goes, uh, um, is it dangerous? Uh, yes. Everything's a little dangerous. Aww. This is not that bad. dangerous, but everything, it's completely safe. They're really cute. They're really, they're really nice. Uh, sure. Yes. I'm always quizzical. And she pushes up her okay. spectacles a little and leans in. Okay, I open the door. You I stick my pull finger across in. the tiny little hatch on the front. You stick a finger in, and it like you can't really ever see into the box. There's always like sort of like a a sourceless white light that sort of pulls out of the uh, entrance. So your finger sort of disappears in the light, and as you pull it back out, there is like a little bumblebee on it, um, very uh, fluffy, and it has these very thin lace wings. Um, and the base colors of it are black, but it's hard to tell what any of the other colors are because the other colors are, it's like sort of furred self and it's all of its little hairs are like, um, uh, like little, um, fiber optic cables, tiny little microscopic cables. And so they're just all the rainbow of color just sort of darts back and cross or like, uh, runs from front to back in waves, always transitioning between like first it's like a, like a, um, cyan blue and then like a deep rose red and then like a bright pink and she just looks suddenly amazed and like it traces through the wings like a thousand little channels and and it's just like on your finger and she looks in stupefied she just her that is incredible what is that that is um one of my friends uh they're really great at conversations but only when you're talking they don't ever really talk back to you and uh, oh, something's okay. uh, something's going on with them, and uh, I can't. I just need to figure out what it is. And um, I haven't read a whole lot of books, but I've heard they're really great. And I was just wondering if you have any good books um, about the uh, bees or in, uh, anything, Matt. Weird. Um, she sort of puts a hand on her jaw and rubs her scaled jaw for a second and says, oh, "I'm sorry, sir, but I don't think we have any texts of that sort." Um, you might check with uh, Norbrid Ulgul. Um, uh, he runs a business. Um, oh, what is the name? And she sort of taps her fingers on her um, uh, jaw for a second. And she says, I think it's the Majestic Menagerie. Um, it's going to be probably three streets down uh, to the left and then hook another right. Um, it looks like a large converted barn. Um, he keeps many exotic, strange creatures. 
and um, he might oh. know some information. Okay. Uh, I want to check that out. I've had some bad experiences with the word menagerie before. Um, so that's she a little She sort of cocks her head quizzically and an eyebrow. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, the monkey thing down the road uh, in front of the shop. I'm sorry. Uh, the skeleton. Oh, you went to Miss Scores? No, that place is terrible. You go there. <laughs> uh, I, that's what I've heard. I did. I should have asked before I went over there, I'm but so it seemed all right. Yeah, I mean, it looks good in the front. You know what I mean? I've like, only it heard looks rumors, good. but they're all terrible. Oh, what rumors? What rumors have you heard? People purchasing cursed items, or um, oh, cursed. Yeah, or um, I've I've heard oh, no. of people having curses played placed upon them or very nefarious characters going there it's just sounds horrid well in that case do you have any books about removing curses she smiles very worriedly and then she says again sir i'm sorry not we just carry more common texts oh, oh, no. um you might look around other shops of the magic lane and see if someone has knows more but that would be outside of my purview i'm sorry all right. Well, thank you for your time. Okay. Oh, no. Have a wonderful day. Okay. Uh, she just sort of smiles and gives you a half-hearted wave. Uh, I assume you put the bee back in. I put the bee back, yeah. yeah your finger I, disappears. Yeah. No, I put it on my shoulders, my new familiar, and um, <laughs> no, he goes okay. back into the box. Uh, you put the bee in the container, and then you uh, the little uh, door, and you you just shift the leather strap back to one side, and the crate rates there uh, sits there again, and you look around. Um, Greta. I would like, are you looking for anything specific in the shop? I was going <laughs> to, I was going to, um, I was going to walk up to the desk. To the front desk? Mm -hmm. Okay, so Boz, the moment you walk away, Greta, you're there. You can barely <laughs> see above it. Uh, you actually, like, you're, you're just, your eyes can poke above and you put your fingers up and you like to get on your tiptoes, but you're there. Mm -hmm. um, and the moment you do, um, the dragonborn lady smiles at you and then she waves a hand to some of the kobolds and they come up with a little stool and sort of Aww. like, mm -hmm, right in front of the counter and you can step up onto it and then you can see over. Okay. And she says, uh, she just sort of leans forward on her elbows and says, hello today, ma'am. How can I be helped? That was so nice of you. Of course. Um, I have a little baby friend, and okay. I would like to buy a book so that I can teach them how to read Unsen. Unsen, so like yes. A, um, like a, 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 a like a grade school or well, certainly I yes. Um, well, and she sort of um, like rests her hand or on her chin for a second. Her eyes immediately flit to um, one of the. Uh, uh, shelves on the left side of the room and she says i don't know that i would have a, a, a grade school level um mm -hmm. text you might need to go to one of the private institutions for that mm -hmm. but i do have in uncinian for the lay public um a book on learning the language you have one for like young children again it would more be for an adult looking to learn the language but um that is its purpose okay she's a pretty smart adult so we can give it a shot Okay. Uh, and she just points a finger to a book that's like sort of laced with like light brown leather bounding. Mm. And she says, it's that one right over there. Okay. Third shelf. I'm going to go grab uh, it. Is there anything else I could help you find? Can I pay for it now? And then like, well, actually I'm going to, and then I just jump off and leave. Okay. <laughs> and she sort of gets a strange smile and pushes her spectacles up a little bit and goes back to whatever she's reading. Um, Craig, are you doing anything yes. in space? Yeah. Uh, can I roll for insight on teen drama books? <laughs> Okay. I love you, Greg. Uh, that's going to be investigation. Like a, like uh, that's a fine. I love that but yes, so you can much. definitely. Like um, a Twilight kind of book? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's exactly <laughs> that. <laughs> be a dungeon master, they say. What type of monsters other than <laughs> vampires <laughs> and werewolves would they be? Uh, think of a jig. A thing that you're holding. 
the thing that you're holding so I dearly. Know, I know, I know, I know. It's called light twy. Okay, okay. Light twy. No, I don't. Hey, if you're listening to this podcast and you think Twilight is dumb, well, actually, let me rephrase that. <laughs> if, you, if you're listening to this podcast and you like to hate on Twilight, stop listening. Okay, that would... Oh, oh dope. We're not going to say <laughs> that. Please yeah, keep no, listening. Uh, we immediately retract that opinion. Have your diverse uh, opinions. I would have to, to stop podcast. listening. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Where's what did you get, investigation? Uh, it's. I think it's under intelligence, question mark? It's intelligence or wisdom. I it is. I definitely got a seven. Okay. Um, there's a lot of books around. You've never been a big reader. You know okay. how, but it's just sort of overwhelming. I'm going to be like, ah, I know I couldn't do it alone. So I'm going to go up to the counter. <laughs> okay, so the moment Greta walks away, Craig, you come up to the counter. There's a nice little stool there. Um, <laughs> like sort of waiting for you I, almost. I definitely step on it. <laughs> oh, and you can see a reaction. Um, Hey, so I have this friend who's uh, very interested in teenage drama books, and I was just (laughs) wondering if you had any. Um, Hello, sir. Hi. Good day to you. Um, (laughs) I I don't know that genre I you apologize. don't oh no it's i wouldn't know anything about it but okay. i hear it's pretty cool um but are you looking specifically for romance <laughs> <laughs> or more about a book about no. finding yourself are you are you looking <laughs> i hate this because i can't stop laughing every time are you looking for romance? <laughs> um, make a uh, make a persuasion he check, puts Craig. His elbow make a persuasion check. Because I got this friend. His make name's a persuasion Boz. check. You what? That is definitely a sixteen. Ooh. Wait, hold on. Yeah, it's I a sixteen. She leans forward on her elbows a little bit, and instead of finding it minorly insulting. Um, she just sort of like smiles at you a bit and finds it uh, minorly endearing. And she says, um, uh, no, thank you, sir. It's okay. He probably didn't want you anyways. <laughs> um, her face, <laughs> the kind expression melts off a little bit. And she says, mm-hmm. And she just sort of like stands up straight from the counter and turns around and, and goes and picks something else up and is no longer talking to you. Oh, but I have to recover. <laughs> Anyway, um, Boz, I can't even remember what you're doing anymore. Um, what are you doing? I'm I'm loitering. Oh, that's right, because you were okay. Yeah, so Greta, um, so you walk yeah, across the room, loitering. and uh, you do see the text that was on the wall. Um, I'm not even joking; it's one of the books I already had written. Um, and uh, it's actually among a collection. There's four in a row. Um, there's one that says Chechen for the lay public, and they all look like they're bound in the same light tan leather. Um, and they're they're like about uh, an inch across. They're pretty thick and about that tall. Um, they look like they're sort of like pocket sized for like a like a a larger creature uh, than you. But you know you could you could hold it handily in your hand. Um, so there's Chechen for the lay public. Then right next to it is Uncinian for the lay public. Then right next to that is Dwarven for the lay public. And right next to that is Jarskin for the lay public. And they're all written by the same author, uh, Neville Smith. Is the name imprinted? I love that name. Let's buy them all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Let's do. It. No. Are they on a high so shelf? Do you, do you pull help? all four books off the shelf? I'm gonna grab the Uncinian one. Okay. It. I grab the other three. The other. Okay. Boz, you pull off all three, and you have all three in a stack. And Greta, you have the other. Mm-hmm. 
also want to just pick a random book off the shelf and not look at what it is. I'm going to open the book. And, well, okay. actually, I'm not even going to look at it. Boz, roll a d6 for me. You got a one. You got a one? Okay, so... Yeah. Don't tell me what it is. I'll look at it later. Yeah. You pull a small, uh, bright red leather book um, off of the um, off of the shelf with uh, it's definitely just a die. It's not actual silver, but like silver text uh, on the front uh, for whatever the title is. And you pull it off the shelf. Um, does anyone else look for anything else? No, I think I'm good. Yeah, I'm ready to go good. check out. Okay. Are you not gonna get a romance, Craig? This party is so interesting. Craig, no. do you just sort of look for any books at all, or I? Do you don't have, have to interest. Check. I just have an interest in any books. I'm good. Okay. If they don't have what the, if they don't have what I'm looking for, so meh, okay. okay. Not that anyone needs to. I'm just checking. Does mm-hmm. anyone look at any other books in the shop, or you just you've found okay. what you've gotten? You're yeah. good. Okay. Um. Okay. Um. So you guys return to the counter. Dang it. Um. You return to the counter and uh. Um. Uh, Craig, you're just sort of loitering nearby. Um, Boz, you walk up with your four books. Um, Greta, you walk up with your one and you sort of, uh, you guys like lay down your two, well, your single book and then the stack and they sort of on the counter. And uh, the dragonborn turns back to you and she smiles and she says, um, she doesn't make eye contact with you, Craig. Um, But she sort of uh, looks to Boz and Greta and uh, says, "Um, okay, Uh, everyone's happy with their purchases today, what they found? Yes, ma'am. All righty. Um, so and I'm sorry starts... for him. He's sold his soul yesterday, and he doesn't feel good about it. Yeah. Shut up, Boz. Um, yeah. See, she gives a strange look, but she smiles at you, Boz. And then she says, uh, she looks at at the book on the top. She says, "Okay, um, Love Under the Mountain will be six gold, and then the other." Three... What is it called? What did she say? Uh, she said, "Love Under the Mountain." <laughs> um, okay. And then she looks at the other three books, and she says, "Each of the language books is 11. Uh, and then she darts her eyes to yours, Greta, and she says 11 again. So that will be uh, 51 gold, please. <laughs> Knowledge is power. God. Yeah. Um, that's way I too hit, much. I fork over 51 gold. <laughs> no, that's... Why did we need... We didn't need all these books. We came for one. Craig, this is... Craig, this is knowledge. Oh, Craig. One of them is how to read Dorvish and... We wouldn't need that. What if I we could could've... trust the dwarf that we're ah, with to tell us the I truth? I can teach you dwarvish. We can't dwarfish. trust you to teach us dwarven correctly. What if you what? teach us? What if you teach us to speak I could just dwarf? Teach you the bad and then we teach speak dwarf, and we look like buffoons. You're gonna we look, look like, like buffoons fools. no matter what you do. Well, but at least we'll be speaking dwarf properly. I literally <laughs> am a dwarf. I can teach you. Why waste you... money on book? When dwarf can help. <laughs> Inspiration. <laughs> I already have it. Thank you for the books. Do trick. Thank you for these books. They're going to be really helpful. Um, do you, count, you, have a great do you count out 51 gold? Yeah. Okay, subtract 51 gold from your total amount, and she gets a very pleased I, look on her face and pulls it all into I'm a bag. I'm walking and zips outside. Out. Okay, we Craig, just had that fight in front of the counter. Yeah, it was really awkward. Every, everyone in the room was looking at you guys. Um, and 51 gold made up for it, though. Um, and Boz, you walk out of the building with your books in hand and none of the others. So uh, you are outside of the building with your uh, with your techs. Um, are they with me? Are y'all with me or are y'all still yeah, in here? Yeah, I'm with you. I am here. Guys, we're, we're, I'm not going to... I'm going to be quite frank with y'all. Um, we're running out of money. Um uh, <laughs> 
sorry, sorry, oh sorry. You're continuing. Sorry. Whew. We need to we need to find more of it. I know we I told Craig, job. but I did. We need a consistent job. No, we don't. Let's go fight something <laughs> and get more money. Uh, what? Hey. hey guys, when I was in the, I got touched. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, man. Oh, that was great. That was... I really liked that what you said, Abby. Guys, that, stop. that touched me. Greta, Greta, Greta says that, and then she stops. Abby just and has she a stroke. Closed. And then she closes her eyes, and she takes a deep breath. And then she says, I asked some new friends for some toast, and they gave me some toast, and I'm going to pull the toast out of my pocket and show it and stick it right back in my pocket. And then I'm hey, going that's a to... loaf of bread from last week. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong pocket, my bad. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to say, and they gave me this coin, and they said, if we ever want to work for them, we can work for them. And they said, they're part of the brass company. Brass company? Isn't that the same the people who gave us company? the ruby? I think back it is. They were yes, brass? it is. Um, Greta, what is, what is your passive perception? Boz my well. passive perception is 15. They're both 15. 15. Okay, out of the He's corner of both of your eyes, you notice someone about 30 feet down the street who's just sort of walking by. Um, uh, she is a slender, uh, drow woman. She has her hood up in the morning sunlight. Um, she has on uh, thick leathers, and she has on the Le Bomave clasp on her left breast. And she, like, momentarily, she perks an ear and looks at you guys real quickly as you say that, and then, like, studies you for a moment and continues walking down the street. Hmm. Interesting. You just both noticed that out of your peripheries. Um, so can I, did she seem, like, did she seem like, what are they talking about? Make an insight check. Okay. Like, what are her vibes towards it? Vibe check. Vibe check. Mm-hmm. Roll for vibe mm-hmm. check. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm the first DM to ever make mm-hmm. that joke. Mm-hmm. 18. In my head, I was literally like, okay, Zach, you can make this pretty high DC. She's not going <laughs> to, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> well, my original roll was an 11. Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, we get it. <laughs> you don't have to that was the, you were like, oh, my um, original role was an eleven, and <laughs> just quirky flirts. player things. Just um, quirky. Uh, you got the feeling that you suddenly caught her attention, and she was sort of rapidly studying the details of your faces in case it came up again. And you got the feeling she was she was very interested in the fact that you just said that out loud, um, and it looked like she had some sort of an intent to do something about it. Like, like, like there's an intent of action okay. behind the brief glance. Am, you just noticed that. Ma'am. Face. Can am. you say that down the street, boss? Yeah, I want to walk. I see her. I want to clock her. I want to like, get her attention. Okay. Oh my gosh. So you your hand. She doesn't turn around. She's probably about 40 feet away now. Run, there's boss. Oh, I just start walking towards her. Okay. Everywhere. Why her? Um, you keep up a fair pace. No, do you get all the way up to her? Well, I, I want to like, un, like normal, like not like, Turning after her, okay. like socially awkward, but just like, hey, I noticed you, you close to the distance. Um, as you get about yeah. six feet away from her, there is a blur of motion. Um, she whips around incredibly quickly, and the streets are always crowded. Um, there's always a great deal of people moving back and forth. Uh, one of the large public transport buses is probably like 60 feet down the road in a direction. Um, I said buses, dang it, you guys are getting in my head. Um, and uh, but she just whips around really quickly as all these like brown cloaks blur, blur together. And you can see her face um, as as she like snaps around at you. Um, it has this very thin, high nose um, with these very small pierce or not small, but um, uh, uh, slightly slanted piercing eyes, um, thin brow, thin white hair that's pulled back and all these braids that are cut short at the back. Um, 
and uh, uh, she has this very fierce expression. And the moment you get about six feet back from her, she closes all of the distance and uh, whips a rapier out and gets it about three inches from your neck. And uh, she just oh, holds put, it there. Um, put my hands up. I don't say anything. And the moment you freeze, um, there's just like a, a, a pause. And a number of people in the street like sort of freeze where they are. Um, you catch the eyes of everyone around you. And like about half the people keep moving. And everybody any closer just sort of stops and backs up a little bit. And there's um, uh, a couple of silver scale soldiers about 20 feet down who both see. They, they see what's happening. Both hands go to weapons, but they don't do anything. And they just stand there and watch for a second. Um, like they're sort of posted out front of a, a storefront. And as the blade's a couple inches from your throat, she says, Pick your next words very carefully, stranger. Okay, I was just going to ask for your advice. Mm-hmm. And she slides the blade just about an inch closer. Uh, we just were new in town, and we had some people approach us, and we're not too familiar with them. And I noticed that when we said something out loud about them that you noticed it and so i was just hoping to get insight about that boz make a persuasion check um yeah make a persuasion check oh my gosh i'm i'm very worried craig is that is 17 it's dc 15 um uh she sort of relaxes a little bit she steps back very quickly almost so that like you almost want to flinch a little bit and she just Reese's the rapier. She studies you blankly for a moment. And um, uh, she sort of purses her lips momentarily and... Well, I can't whistle. But she whistles uh, lightly. I can't whistle? Could someone whistle for me? I can't wait, whistle either. Wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> Could someone whistle? Okay. Is that yeah. good? Yeah. So there's, there's a very short, uh, light whistle. And from across the way, um, another person comes walking up. Um, uh, a very large orc woman... Uh, who's in like uh, plate armor, thick, heavy, gray, dented plate armor. And she has a thick, uh, just sort of cape, it's not even a cloak, off of the back. And there's this huge mace hanging off of one side of, of uh, like, like sort of clanking against her hip. Uh, and her heavy boots just sort of across the street. And uh, she's completely bald and has this huge scar that goes all the way down one side of her face. And her right eye is completely like white uh, milked over. Um, and uh, she has two tusks sticking up from her lip. And she also has La Palma Vert clasp on, on uh, the breast of her armor. And she, um, she walks up and says, Hmm, Mandala. And uh, the drow says, um, We have a friend who would like to know more about the breast company. Yes? And uh, she sort of turns, and the orc gets a really interesting look. She nods. And um, the drow woman uh, turns back and sort of, like, uh, like lifts her head. She, what do you? It's not a nod. What do you call that? Um, like a, like, yeah, I know a what you mean. She like gives a, a sub dude. I don't, I don't she know gives that. a sub dude. <laughs> I don't know that. She lifts her head up abruptly. I don't, it's not a nod. Uh, she subdudes um, the, uh, <laughs> the two silver-scale soldiers, and they walk over. Um, and they just sort of, like, and their armor... And uh, they're two human men of very different ages and ethnic appearances. And uh, they just lean into each other and speak something in Insidian really quickly. And the two guards nod and then walk away. Um, and uh, she turns to you and she says, um, uh, please, we would love to talk to you more. Come with us. Okay, can, uh, can my friends come with, with she, me? She like leans past and looks at you all down the street who have witnessed all this happen. And she just uh, goes... She lifts her hand a bit and gestures to Greta come toward her. Runs. Okay, Greta, you sprint up. Runs. 
Am I? Are you run away or you run to me? No, I'm running to you, Mouse. Okay, Craig, yeah, I'm, Mouse, I, I follow. Leave you. Okay, Craig, you walk slowly up. Uh, each of you arrive, and she says, "Um, you are would like to know more about the brass company." Yes, me? definitely. Uh, please, uh, come with me. Oh, okay. go with you. And uh, I don't have anything else planned. She starts. Today, so. She walks around you all, back further toward like the heart of the city from where you were coming, completely changing her course of direction. Mm-hmm. And the orc stands there for a minute, like watching you all, waiting. For you to start following her. I follow, yeah. Okay, boss, you just run a follow her. You too? Mm-hmm. I have a question. Never mind. Is this like a DM question or it like was, a character? Not anymore. It can be a DM question if you like. Not okay. So both of you guys start following, and you can hear the moment you start following, the orc woman follows behind you. So they're mm. sort of like they're on either side of you. Um, so you guys start walking down the street. Are we getting kidnapped um, right now? And uh, you guys walk, and you walk, and you walk, and you walk. You walk for probably. 56 minutes i'm um, almost an wow. hour a very long time uh Is you guys in silence uh they're not saying a word to you we should um, sing. you weave say in and out else. of uh many many people um uh you pass by any number of different i mean you know just a throng of people through the massive city um and you you walk for so long that you leave the market district you pass through a section of a residential district um, and eventually you guys enter into a much nicer part of town um you haven't really been anywhere bad lately but and the magic lane had some very nice buildings on it, and some of the market district. But you enter a bougie section of the city. Um, uh, there are um, all of the buildings start becoming two and three stories, all of them, um, and they're very large. And some of them have very ornate brick. Um, suddenly, everything goes from basic uh, storefronts to like some buildings have like gothic architecture. Others have um, staccatos and artwork along their edges. Many things become gilded or filigreed. Um, you start seeing more wood and uh, like accenting things or bordering things and less uh, less monolithic use of stone. Um, you start to get um, uh, awnings and patios and um, all sorts of different structures and uh, diverse window shapes and um, nice framing. It just gets very fancy. Um, uh, whoever wants to make a perception check as you guys are trying. Wow, she just took you away can. the plate of dice. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I did not mean to do that. I'm sorry. I just like rolling dice. I got Is a that 10. the sound of one falling to the floor? Okay. <laughs> I got a 16. I don't like this dice. Like, it's so it, pretty. Maybe it's just... No, I don't, I don't think it's a dice. I think it's just me. <laughs> I think it's just me. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> Is that the actual sound, sound? What did you, yeah, what did you get, Craig? Reliant K. I got it. Oh, Matt Hoops, if you're, if you're listening, you're great. Um, There's that's a beeping sound. What did you get, Craig? Six. Did you hear the beeping sound? Um, yeah, it's, I'm getting a phone call. Um, a six, and what did you get, Greta? Uh, Sixteen. Sixteen. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Um, so, uh, you guys, um, you pass by a number of... You notice, based on what you're passing, as you're sort of passively taking in sites from around you, you appear to be in the financial district. Um, there's a lot of banks... Um, uh, lending houses. You start to notice um, a lot of insignias uh, carved into the sides of buildings that have a sparrow on them, uh, landed on the ground. Uh, Yeah, you you notice a lot of sparrow iconography uh, in different positions, but a lot of them have a central image. It's just like a relief carving of a sparrow. Um, Not wings out, just sort of like together, sitting on the ground from its back, turning its head toward uh, the perspective of the the carving. Um, You also pass by a, a building that you see um, 
it's this very large um, uh, wooden building, completely dark acacia wood, stained with something, with all these fancy, fancy designs to it. And it's got um, uh, a big golden insignia on the front door. And one of them is a gauntlet hand with a hammer in it, um, sort of swinging towards something. And you recognize this from the pauldrons of the armor of the people on the ship. And you assume that this building you pass is probably the golden anvil where you're supposed to meet Seliguo. So you guys pass by that building on the way there. Um, oh, great. Can I like make a mental note of where this yeah. is? Yeah, absolutely. So you definitely yeah. remember where it is. But um, otherwise- a History keep... check proof note. <laughs> yeah, otherwise you guys keep walking. And eventually as you get far enough into the into the section, um, you get to, uh, you guys uh, walk up to um, a huge gated section area. Um, there are these very tall iron gates um, or uh, walls, fence. Um, and they have, uh, they're, they're very ornately uh, piked. Um, and at the top, there are, um, what do you call the things that tip metal fences? Oh my the gosh, sharp parts. No idea. The... Uh, what's the symbol that shows up in Louisiana all the time? And it's French. And I don't go it's got the three sections to it. I know exactly what you Can't mean. remember what it's called. Spikes. Nailing it. Um, Spikes. I think it's the symbol of the Saints football team. Anyway, um, uh, <laughs> those dot the top of every, every, uh, 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 metal bar of the fence, but they're very sharp. So as much to be like very decorative, but also like that would be very dangerous to climb. Don't climb. Um, and um, all along the edges, there are um, uh, circles in every like 10 uh, uh, bars of the fence. And inside of them, there are metal uh, relief carvings of the open hand of La Pomovet. And um, this section leads to um, elevated sections of stone that lead up to a giant, completely emerald laced building you are being led up to a two-story building that's probably about 60 feet wide hmm. and about you know 20 feet tall that is completely plated in emerald are you um, what i am not beautiful joking. um and there are many figures passing up and down and there's like a multi-tiered stairs leading up toward this building that's probably like 50 feet off of street level um and uh, there are guards by the fence, um, these two really heavily armored individuals who have the La Pomavea clasp. And uh, you guys are led up to two huge gates. And the edges of us, of these of the gate are gilded with gold. And um, as this woman leads up to the front, she walks up. She says something briefly and insinuating to one of the guards. They nod the huge gates. <laughs> Outward into the street, they sort of like pull them open. And uh, the section is open and you guys can lead, can walk up toward this building. And she just sort of steps back and gestures her hand uh, into the area. And uh, the three of you all are, are free to walk further in. DM, I have a question. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want to I wanna take in the sights. Cool. I just want to like kind of like walk around and wonder, looking at everything. Yes, Craig. Okay, I have a question. Mm -hmm. So if answer. someone came up to the walls of that are emerald and... Got pieces of emerald from these walls. The gate Could they... is metal. The, like the, the fence is metal. The building has emerald on it. Yeah. No, this is a question okay. about the building. If they just like broke off pieces of emerald, could they sell that? Um, Probably. My gosh. Would it be worth something? <laughs> yeah, it's emerald. Let me see what kind of tools I have. I don't know. I just kind of keep it in mind. <laughs> if I have a chance to slip away. Anyways. Gotcha. Okay. Great. Thanks for announcing um, your intention to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's all good. Vandalism. Um, hey, I did not announce it to you guys. This is a conversation yeah, this between me and the DM. Completely internal within Craig. You guys have heard none of this. Um, so, okay. uh, do you guys pass into the area? 
Yes. Yeah, I go. Okay. Um, can I ask, do yes. this little, these nice ladies that are walking us, do they have... <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. It's just funny. <laughs> it's not funny. Oh, no, it's like a Chippagoober smile. Uh-huh. What was, uh, what anyway, are you saying? Do they have any kind of like symbol on their clothing? Yeah. The clasp of La Palma Bay oh. on the breast, uh, clasp of their cloaks. It's okay. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Let's keep going. So you guys pass through the courtyard. Um, the gates behind you. Um, both of the individuals pass in. Um, every level of the steps have a guard or two. Um, uh, they're not like standing abruptly at attention the way a militaristic guard are. They're all like sort of leaning up against something. Um, there's statues all along the area. Very ornate marble statues on every every sort of terraced tiered level of the stairwell. Um, some have warriors in various positions. Other have others have people like sort of like proudly um, uh, kneeling on something, or um, like Captain Morning Morganing. I cannot remember what the verb for that is. Um, uh, but as you guys get closer and closer up to this building, um, there are six large. It's a pillared building. It looks. It has a very Greco-Roman architecture. Um, there, it's six very large pillars that hold up. Um, the front awning that comes off of the front of it. And there's, um, it's got all of these like repeating very simple geometries that are like of these curved patterns wiring across the front of the um, uh, like pyramidically angled roof. Um, and as you guys walk in between the, under the shadows, um, there's many different people passing in and out of the front of the huge front doors of the, of the structure. Um, and there's this very large um, staccato uh, like, uh, tile uh, to the ground that leads into the building. There's no windows on the front. Um, and the whole thing is, in fact, plated in emerald. And there's probably like 30 people around you. Um, there's very finely dressed people passing in and out. People in silk dresses. Others in um, in like basically just suits. Um, and people have like heavy fine dusters. And uh, everyone is just extremely well dressed. Like there's literally a dude with a monocle. Um, <laughs> and people are like, they're like business looking people passing in and out. Other people look like they might be artisans. And then there's many of these people who appear to be agents of the Pomave. Um, and uh, uh, everyone is just sort of passing in and out of the building, looking very busy, moving up and down the steps, having the gates open and closed for them. And then into the building, many, many different people are passing in and out. Um, and you guys are just being quietly let up this way. Um, do you guys do anything as, as, in this course of travel? You're just no, silent. but I would like to announce that Craig has no idea what has to do with this lady because y'all had the like that perception check, but he oh. like it is not. <laughs> yeah, Craig, you're just bewildered. I I kind of I walk up to Greta and I'm like, so this is really cool, but how did we get here? Why are we here? What? Man, I named this session appropriately. I feel like a bug falls out of Greta's pocket. <laughs> Crawls in the really pretty floor. It's alive. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, a little beetle. I, I realize that Greta is not the right person to ask. So <laughs> I, go to, I go to boss. Are you trying to whisper this, Craig? Or? Yeah, I'm trying to like okay. be sneaky. Make a no, stealth check. I shouldn't have Make said a that. Check. That's the vocabulary that gets you that check. I'm gonna use this dice. That's mine. <gasps> it is. This is just a lucky dice. I got an 18. It is a lucky okay, dice. Okay, what's your modifier for stealth? Um, um, I caught a 19. Okay. Good job, Craig. Um, okay, so you sidle up to Boz and you start trying to whisper into his ear. Boz, Boz. Hey, Uh, um, I know that, like, we're supposed to be all on the same page and stuff, but, like, I don't know how we got here or why we're following the woman, and I thought we just were going to get some books, have a good reading afternoon, you know, but now there's Emerald. 
<laughs> I want to whisper to my, uh, whisper to myself, Craig. Then I want to activate. I want to squeeze my hand and activate the illusory text. <gasps> and very cool. So smart. And, wow, um, I love asking questions. I just want to write. Just like move my finger, like almost like I'm like scratching an itch or something on my leg, but where Craig can see. Okay. And just write something to the effect of, um, be cool. Trust, <laughs> trust me. Okay, make a sleight of hand check. I can't do it with advantage because it's a literal spell that no one else can see. Uh, yeah, they can't break the spell, but you're trying to be sneaky about like writing something out on your leg. <laughs> this literally tells Craig nothing, just to let you know. I know, know just to, I, <laughs> like it. What'd you get? Got I, 10. Okay. I hope it fails. Um, gotcha. So, jeez, uh, <laughs> my God. Um, uh, okay, so Craig, you can see in like bright neon script on Boz's leg, it says, um, be cool. Trust me. Um, uh, Start crying. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to be like, Boz, you're a jerk. And I'm going to walk off. <laughs> Okay, um, so Craig walks away from you a bit. Um, you guys continue to be led forward in these these very large, uh, in the center of this emerald uh, section, the, the, these very large mahogany doors are open as you guys pass in between them. Um, what I can describe you guys pass into is best described as like the lounge and bar of a 1920s speakeasy, but the nicest that you've ever entered oh my into. Gosh. Um, the floors nice. are um, this very nice tile um, this, these repeating hexagonal patterns. Hmm. Um, uh, and the edge of every one of these hexagonal tiles is very lightly gilded with real gold. Oh um, and there are circular mahogany tables all along the room. And the room has two has levels to it. So there's like an outer level. And then below that, there's like a, a, like oh. a three-inch drop into another level. And that, that goes on for about 15 feet in this large square pattern. And then there's another dip. And in the very center... Um, there, uh, that's where all the tables are. The level above that, there's nothing. And then the level on the very edge, there's booths everywhere. And then all along the edge of the back, um, of the walls, there's two large doors or actually not doors, just archways that have stairs that lead downward and they go behind a wall. So you can't see it. Oh. Um, and then at the other side of the room, there's an extremely nice mahogany bar and a wall of very nice, fine glass bottles all behind them. And then a couple of bartenders and stools that go all along the edges. And the, the room is just filled with people. High, aristocratic, fancy looking people um, are all sitting in the center of the room. Then along the booths are all very varied looking characters. Some look very rough. Others look very, um, look like the people you run into, um, like cell sword looking and, and mercenary looking. And so the people all along the edges of the room are like all wearing like tight leather armor and, and weapons. And then the people in the middle of the room are all very finely dressed and having delicate conversation. And you guys are simply let into the space. And, um, the two individuals who've led you in, the drow woman sort of like stops briefly and the, the group stops, like sort of on the second level down, um, not right all the way to the bottom, and like getting out of the way of the door. And she says, um, uh, and she turns to you, Boz, because you're the person who asked, and she says, I appreciate all your patience. Um, how did you hear about the brass company you said? Uh, someone, we were on a ship from DM, what's the name of the town, the port town? Uh, Legath. Legath, uh, we can I had kind of interrupt to. Uh, Wait, Boz, can I interrupt you? <laughs> eh? I mean, you can interrupt as a character. Okay, 
You can't do that telepathically. Okay, yeah. Um, you can just interrupt if you want. Yeah, I'm going to... cast silence on Greta. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Wait. Uh, don't do that. I'm just kidding. I'm going to interrupt and I'm, I'm going to say, uh, we just ran into them. Okay. Um, she gives a very cutting look to both of you because you very clearly just tried to cover something up. And she says, um, she turns just turns back to you, Boz, and says, please continue. Uh, we were in Legath because our ship was forced there from a storm. And as we were boarding the ship, somebody slipped a note into our pockets with a ruby and a note saying that we should come find them when we got here. Um, because we saying killed the sea hag. Is... She yeah, sort of lifts her brows for a second and she says, you're saying that someone was saying there's a collection of brass company individuals in Portress Vendisa? No, 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 no. She turns no. and looks up at you, Craig. I I don't know if it's in this... Is it in this city, Boz? I look at I, I look at Boz and I'm like, honestly are can't we remember. Sure? I think it could be. Um, I don't have no idea where it is. I just... Well, we weren't even planning on going there. We just yeah, brought it up in conversation. We want to know more information before we decide on um, actually... We should even look into look it. Look into it or figure things out, you know? Did sh- did we have another job we're doing. City? Just giving you a piercing look. No, I don't know um, for no, sure. Not, Are you attempting I, I to I lie to this individual? Well... That's a yes or no question, <laughs> by the way. Oh, man. Just then, that thing you did, was it a lie? Um... I'm gonna because hand this one over. No, I'm gonna hand this one over to Boz because cool. I'm gonna you hand said this. something. Dang. It was either deception or Dang it wasn't. It. I am. <laughs> Why don't you roll a deception check, Craig? <laughs> Mike is trying to have a normal conversation without and roll the dice, without. That's not bad. What is it, Micah? You have plus like Micah, twenty to ten. Roll? I have an eleven. Okay. Like you have an inspiration you can use <gasps> if you want to. I have to. an inspiration. Okay. If you'd like to burn it. Have an inspiration. No, oh, there you go. 18. Okay. Okay. Alrighty. Um, she just sort of like looks at you with a flat glance and nods a little. And then looks back to you, Boz. Um, could you please describe this individual? We didn't see them. They slipped it into our pocket and disappeared into the crowd. Um, we didn't even talk to them. We have business with the building with the golden hammer, but we're helping deliver something for them. Her eyebrows raise quite a bit, and she nods very slowly. All right. I just want to... Would you all please wait here, and I will return shortly. And she slips away from you guys, sort of weaving I... into the group. The very large orc woman is still standing She's with you all. She's still there. Okay. Right behind you, and her hand is sort of like just gently drumming on the hilt of her mace. So how are you doing? She turns well, and looks at you. Good. Good? Why why are you good? Um, would I be able to go order something from the bar or should I just stay here? She, you and she says she turns to you, Boz, and says, You should probably stay here. It is make, what I make, would like. I know I, that was the wrong I one. She's thought, not Boston. Um you should <laughs> probably stay here. That's what I was thinking, but you know, okay. So, okay. so why is why is your day good? Like I don't know. Is it because of us? She looks up and away from you, Buzz. Or oh. Craig. She's not looking at you. Oh. And there's just a long pause. Um, okay. And uh, I'll tell you what, since we're trying to work within a slightly more narrow time frame today, mm-hmm. um, do we want to take a break there? Uh, I don't think well, Let's that... keep going because it's like 10.17 now. Okay. I was just checking. Yeah.
yeah, yeah, we're All good. Right. No, um, but no, thank you. Okay, thank so you. you guys, you guys are waiting there for a moment, and uh, after a little bit, um, she sort of turn returns out of one of the side, uh, the the two archways at the back of the room, and she's just from across the room. She like makes eye contact with the orc woman with you all, and she just like gestures to her to come, and then she disappears back in that archway, and uh, the orc woman from behind you simply goes um. Cross over the room to her. I'm sorry. I, what, what did cross she say? Cross over the room to her. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm really I sure cross, she's pretty cross over the. Okay. So you like, all like walk. step down and start weaving between tables. Every table you like weave between the conversation hushes and people give you quick glances and then go back to talking. You move your way across the room. Eventually, you get over to the stairwell on the other side. Um, you pass through the door. Beautiful lights. There's there's these large just gold chandeliers hanging from the ceiling that have these ornate candles on them that are burning and lighting the space. It's extremely opulent. Um, you guys move your way across and you get to this archway and there is a stairwell that leads directly down, a, spir- a spiral staircase. And the um, that drow woman is standing at the edge and she just sort of waves her hand and gestures you downward. Is this... Uh, Follow. Um, well, what is it? Where are we going? Okay, Boz, you start working down the staircase. Uh, Craig, you ask the question and she says, uh, you are going down. Down, down, done, done. Under perception check, does like this look like like a prison, like a jail that we're going? Uh, into? You can make an insight check. Yeah, um, she tells you that uh, the orc woman sort of fills the I'm doorway. I'm rolling it. I'm rolling for insight. Okay. And we back. Got an eighteen. We back to seven. We back to. What did you get, uh, Boz? Got an eighteen. Um, if it's a dungeon, it's the single nicest dungeon stairwell you've ever seen. Um, extremely Guys, clean think... and well manicured. It looks like a very nice stairwell. I look back at Greta. Can I, I mean, can I tell that they're a little bit hesitant? No, I was following. Okay. Greta's following down. I Craig stopped at the top of the stairwell. I'm terrified. It's orc lady. Someone to walk downstairs. Okay. So all three of you guys <laughs> move down the staircase. It's very, there's these very finely carved, elegant looking sconces that go down the stairwell. Eventually you guys uh, go around and around. Um, you pass by a doorway or two. And every time you like pass by, if anyone looks back hesitantly, like do I, she just, if anyone does, she just sort of nods and keeps pointing down. So you guys go down and down and eventually you get to the bottom of the stairwell. And there's a very large, uh, uh, completely oval mahogany door. Um, and uh, there is this f- individual standing in front of it. You can't see the individual. They are head to toe in full plate. And there's a mask down. Hmm. Um, and it is uh, the full plate. Um, it's, it's like this patinaed iron, the edges of which are all <laughs> gilded with emerald. And this face piece is split in half. And there's like a very fierce grimace carved into it. And there's two swords at either side of this armored individual. They're tall and broad, whoever they are. And um, they appear to be maybe male. And there's a, a large green cape hanging from the back. And um, the, the armor is very ornate, but it also looks very thick and hard. Um, and their arms are crossed. And um, the, the orc woman's still behind you. The drow woman is actually behind you guys too. You guys are forefront. And from behind you, she simply um, says something in Insinian that you don't understand. Mm. The individual in the armor nods and steps to the side. And, uh, or like it, the individual reaches back and knocks on the door four times, just doof, 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 and steps to the side and the door mm. opens into a very large chamber from there. Um, do you all pass in? Have we seen anyone else with a mask like at all in the city? No. Okay. Yeah. I walk in. Okay. I walk in too. Okay. All three I, of you I pass go in. I mean, I go inside. I mean, I'm like, I'm like glancing around trying to study as much as I can around me. Like, well, I will trying absolutely to... describe it. Um, so the three of you pass in the space and then these two individuals from behind and you guys are in what could best be described as a 
court, like a royal court um, looking space. Oh, wow. Um, it's a very large room. Uh, you also, um, Craig, why don't you make an intelligence check for me uh, okay. and make it, add your proficiency bonus to it. Okay. It's a 13. Okay. It's on a high DC and everyone else could have put this together, but because of your specific time subterraneanly and mining, mm-hmm. um, like everyone's aware that you guys have probably gone underground because you went down for a huh. while. you're aware that you've probably gone like three stories down. Oh. Um, uh, like pretty, pretty far down. Why it's so low? Um, it's like a bunker down here. Um, and uh, all along the edges, there are pillars on the wall. They're not necessary to hold up the space, but they're just decorative and they're beautiful. The whole space is pale marble. Um, it's extremely fine. And at the back wall, there are two very large stone doors that lead somewhere else. Um, and the room's probably like 50 by 40. It's very large. Um, there's just a large open floor and all along the sides of the room, there are um, guards, probably like 16 total in here. Um, and they're all in leather armor um, with weapons at their side, all just stood up. They, again, they don't, they don't have the formal like... Uh, militaristic poses, but they're all like leaned against walls and pillars with their arms crossed, all looking very criminal, um, uh, with like large cloaks and various weapons. And, um, and there's a large marble throne on a slightly raised area at the back of the room. Um, there's no one seated on the throne. Uh, it is itself also pale marble and there's red velvet at the back of it and all down the middle. And there is a thick red velvet carpet that goes from one end of the room all the way to the front rockway that you could like walk across and step on. Um, and, uh, the two, there's two smaller throne seats next to it. Um, and those are also not filled and you guys are just sort of ushered into the space and the other two individuals walk in behind you. Um, and, uh, walking... Uh, out of the room, you can't see from where because they started from the middle of the room when you walked in, is a very finely dressed uh, older woman um, in these very layered cloaks. Um, And uh, uh, she has very dark skin, um, uh, pale white afro um, that's like uh, ornately beaded. And she just sort of like uh, makes eye contact with you all briefly and then leaves the room quietly. Mm. The door opens for her and she leaves and the <laughs> door closes behind her. But you guys are just standing in the room. And the two individuals behind you, the orc woman just says, um, Walk about halfway across the room and stand on the rug. Stand on the rug? Walk across the room, stand halfway and stop. Okay, but, I do that. Why? Greta's going to ask why. She narrows her eyes and she says, walk. The drow woman just smiles. Okay. Okay. All right. The three of you walk into the center of the room. Um, And uh, uh, the drow woman walks with you all and stops in the middle of the room. She's not on the rug. She's standing slightly to the left of it on the marble floor. And uh, the orc woman posts up about 30 feet away from you all, pulls a huge crossbow out from behind her back, knocks a bolt and (laughs) locks it. And just stands there with it. She smiles at you all briefly. And her expression grows more simple. And you guys are just standing there on the rug. Nothing's happening. No one's talking to you. And uh, the drow woman just crosses her arms and looks at the throne. Appears to be waiting. She's just standing there. And the three of you all are just standing in the space. I think we should just wait too. I do not think. I'm afraid to move. Yeah, I think we should. I think we just got to wait this out. All right. What do you think? What do you think, Landon? I yeah, I think this is where we should call it. Oh my gosh, what did we do? Okay, well, That's we freaky. will call um, episode six there. Oh. Um, so, oh gosh. Uh, 
you want to say that's three? crazy oh guys we made a mistake pog pog p oh well wait, i want to say goodbye also everyone's level 3.4 3.4 okay great wow okay so person listening to this uh thank you for sticking around thank you um, we love you we do I, I mean maybe there's not much to stick around for after this depending on what happens in the next we episode but no matter what it's been fun i'm already uh, dead as so we said fine. before in the first <laughs> part of the, <laughs> the first part of the season uh episode sorry uh i mean Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Everything's at barely D and D. Very simple. eBay, MySpace. Um, I, I do think Tumblr. there are like three, a limit of three people who find what Wikipedia. I posted on the website first. Get free stuff. So if you find that, message me on are Twitter. We actually guaranteeing podcast. It's so easy to make stuff. Okay, I can make I'm it. Down. I just cool. He needs some motivation. Um, yeah. Give him some motivation. Uh, I need some motivation. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. I yeah, make a promise. On, you catch me on it. I have to do it. Um, I believe. Yeah, guys, do you have any closing thoughts or, or things uh, or words of advice? Don't make a podcast on the fly. What? If you ever feel like making a podcast, just, yeah, ask us. I don't know. That's <laughs> my contradiction. Um, Greta, do you want to be put on the spot suddenly? Oh, I love being put on the Landon spot. Landon keeps doing this to me. <laughs> Um, I think Zachary doesn't like to improv. You know, yeah, even though it's yeah. his whole job. I, th- <laughs> I think in this world, people will tell you that a lot of things need to be refrigerated, and I think that the amount—I <laughs> think the okay, amount of things that, that need to be refrigerated is lesser than Wait, the things hold on. that hold they tell on, you Landon. to refrigerate. I didn't get to do my thing. <laughs> oh man. Okay, Zachary, okay. I was—I was trying to give you a free pass. I didn't get to do my thing, Landon. Oh God. Oh, your thing. What's your thing? Okay. <laughs> I'm in the surf. I've been gargling the salt water. The frogs okay. at the side of my mouth. But I look back to the shore. No, okay. places All with right. my people. I don't, I don't know what this I is or where it's going. I can't even stop the recording. Usually I'd stop the recording. I'm pushing out of the water. Bye. Bye. Bye.